Network Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's someone else. Oh, that someone else would be me. This is Moira, and you're listening to The Phillips File. And we are very glad you're with us. Jack and Pinkman are both here, but Jim is a little bit under the weather, so he will be back with us tomorrow. Um, We also have some other things going on today, other changes uh, in the lineup, if you will. But one of the things that we want to talk about right away is today, I believe it's the 20-what? 20th. 20th, even, Stephen. 20th anniversary of this program uh, called Kicks for Guns, right? If we ever, we never know because we don't count these things very well. Uh But if we want to know the real answer, there's really only one person I would ask. And and she's on the phone right now. (laughs) Real Radio 104.1, really the monsters um, in the morning. Russ Rollins specifically presents Kicks for Guns. And joining us on the phone is Detective Barb, uh, executive director of Crimeline. And uh, today, Crimeline um, and the Monsters and, and all the different law enforcement agencies are, are pooling their resources and collecting guns, weapons. I mean, we've had all manner of things turned in already today. When you turn it in, no questions are asked, right, Barb? Absolutely not a single question. And what, you get $50 in a gift card? $50 gift card. A couple of locations are doing iTunes and some are doing Walmart and Target and different things, gas cards, things like that. But $50, yep. How many counties are represented this time, and where are they? So we have Volusia County. Right. Um, we've got 12 locations. I'll just do them real quick. It's Ocoee, Volusia County, Osceola, Daytona. Winter Park is closed now. Um, Orange County's got four locations, Cocoa Beach, Sanford, and OPD. Okay. Uh, so we had 12 different locations um, this year, and um, the grand total as of a little bit ago was around 290 guns at this point. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a little lower. So all the naysayers will get to say, see, you're not getting as many guns, but I don't care. I can tell you some stories about some of the guns we've gotten today. Tell me, what'd you get? What was really the juicy, what was some juicy stuff? So tell me something. What would you do or why would you have a sawed-off shotgun with a pistol grip on it? Uh, that would be, I have no idea what to do with that. That's for being up to no good. That seems like trouble waiting to happen, right? That's what you conceal in your t-shirt or your jacket while you're going to do a robbery. Mm -hmm. Um, there's really no need for that. So we've gotten a couple of, um, other sawed off shotguns. We've gotten, here's, here's a really cool one. We have a stolen gun, a gun that was reported 20 years ago. Now, what is the path of that gun for the past 20 years? We have no idea, but it's been out on the street somewhere for 20 years and was just turned in today. How do you know that it had that long and, and uh, terrible history? Are you able well, to trace the, have... you trace the, what the, is it, is there a, a code on it? Is there some kind of um, ID number on the gun? Yeah, firearms all have identifiers like VIN numbers or your social security. So all firearms have uh, serial numbers on it. So mm-hmm. when it was stolen, it was entered into the, the national system, the national computer system, and we, when we run it through teletype um, or FCIC, NCIC, 
we immediately get a hit that this gun was reported stolen 20 years ago. Wow. As far as the history and what it was engaged in, um, I don't know that we will ever know what this gun did. Um, I mean, I could tell you a story about a gun that I worked when I was in homicide, and that gun went all around Orange County and shot a couple of people and did a couple of things oh, my. before it was ever re- actually ended up killing somebody before we ever recovered it. So um, these guns can travel and they move quickly once they're on the street with the bad guys. Hey, Barb, what, what's the, with stolen guns? Those now, normally when people turn in guns, it's no questions asked, and they get melted down. Except stolen ones, don't you try and re- reunite them with their owner, their proper owner? We do. Um, if the owner is known, if the owner is not a convicted felon and legally can have the weapon back, it will be returned to the um, to the reporter of the gun when it was stolen. Mm-hmm. Now, I know in past years, people would walk up, park their car, get out, open the trunk, take out the gun, walk it over to you or, you know, whatever the, the weapon was of the day. Um, now you ask them, stay put in the car, put it in the trunk, open, pop the trunk and we'll take care of it from there. Is that still how it's working? This is straight up drive up service. It's a drive through <laughs> business. You uh-huh. pull in, um, you tell them where the gun is, they get in the back, they pull the gun out, they, some of them give you a little ticket and you pull up a little further and you get your um, gift card and you're down the road. Oh, um, that's great. And it's, it's really that simple. The only thing they're doing when they get the gun out is verifying that it's a real firearm and not a BB gun or an airsoft. Right. And then other than that, you go on down the road, and later on, we're checking the serial numbers to see if it's stolen. We don't even know if it's stolen while you're on property. Now, you, do you, are, does this work um, in, in a cycle? In other words, people in the morning on their way to work, they'll drop off the gun. Now it's coming home from work. Will they stop by on the way home? Do you see it's a cyclical thing? You know, it was, it was a little slow this morning. Oh, Historically, really? we'd seen it pretty busy right. um, before people went to work, but it got busy midday. Um, so I'm hoping that, that there are people out there who are either going to run home and get it or they have it with them and they're going to drop it off. We encourage everybody to keep the gun in the trunk. If you have an SUV, put it all the way in the back of the vehicle. If you have a pickup truck, um, I would encourage you to put it in a bag behind the seat, completely out of the driver's reach so that there's no concerns with it that way. Correct. Now, there's still uh, uh, you have about 10 locations still accepting uh, firearms. Uh, I, I know Volusia uh, County, the one in Deltona, closes at four. That's and the one in Winter Park's one. already closed. Winter Park is closed. The Coe is closed. But there are still several that are open. And you can get all the hours and the addresses at kicksforguns.com. That's kicks4forguns.com. Has a list of all the locations with the hours as well. Yep. And I would say make sure you look before you drive to your location. Make sure you go in the one that's open. Um, and there's lots of people waiting on you there. Okay. Barb, did you get any McDonald's, any Bimbo Bakery goods, or any Firehouse subs today? If I told you where I'm at right now, I'm sitting in OMC's waiting room waiting for my father. So oh my little, goodness, I'm I'm multitasking today. Yes, you are. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> all we'll, right. We wish you well, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Yeah, I'll call if, you back if, when I get some other numbers. If you're able. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you, Barb. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Take care. That's Detective Barb. She mm-hmm. is the. Uh, Head honcho of Crime Line. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Crime Line in cahoots with the monsters, um, with Russ Rollins and the monsters and this radio station for the last 20 years. Russ had a brainstorm, decided we'll go out there and we'll have Savannah hand out some toys or, I mean, some shoes, sneakers, sneakers yeah, originally, yeah. right? That's what kicks are, Mo. Kicks, right? I know. All the kids call them kicks. I know, Mo. but now we're saying kicks for guns <laughs> and you're getting a gift card. Yeah. You know, so we don't say gifts for guns. It's we branding. just say kicks for guns. It's yeah. Branding. Uh, I like it. It kind of has a snappy tune to it. So anyway, so that is going on until 7. Most of the locations still open, but...
but call in advance or go on the website and see in advance which locations are still open so far. They've gotten just a skosh under 300 guns already off the street. And if you tallied it all up, it would be thousands and thousands and thousands of weapons over the 20 years. Over year the 20 history. years? Yes. It's, it's over 10,000 guns. See, there you yeah. go. Um, I'm and, not good with the math, but I'm just reason, saying. The reason I mentioned Bimbo Bakeries, McDonald's, and Firehouse Subs, of this. they yeah. all uh, help yeah. provide food for all the law enforcement and all the volunteers who were serving at the uh, 12 locations today collecting these unwanted guns. And they will be there until 7 p.m. Some of the locations are closing early if they have, you know, um, either run out of gift cards or they're consolidating as we get toward the, the closing time of seven. That's when the final bell is. If you think there's a gun you've had, if you don't know what to do with it, you never really knew, felt comfortable with it in your home, today would be the day. No questions asked. You'll get a $50 gift card and you can be on your way. It ran from seven this morning. It will terminate at seven o'clock tonight. And we would love for you to go to the website, kicksforguns.com, see if there's a location near you and drop it off. Okay, $50 gift card. What would you buy right now? Oh, 50 Oh, pressure. Uh, I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. I was on Amazon today buying cleaning stuff. Oh, see, if I had one in my hand, I'd hand it right to Pinkman. I'd say, good job, fella. Thank oh, you. Oh, aren't you lovely? Yeah, but I don't have one. Oh, damn. Oh, man. Screw you, uh, Pinkman. I need it for my Halloween costume. Oh, Halloween costume. Mm. Oh, there you go. That's it. You can spend money there. I will tell you that I have, I already made the mistake of buying Halloween candy and almost finishing the bag. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, when I, I did not, I, did say, I, I know better. I am a grown ass woman and I still and I know what I am tempted by. So this time I was at Costco and I got a, a 500 pound bag of stuff and I didn't get the chocolate bag because I knew I would eat that for sure. Did you get the one with the Sour Patch Kids? Yes. That is now my uh, yeah, go to yeah, yeah. bag. That's my right. kryptonite as well. So, I'm like, and last year I, I skipped that. I did the same thing. The past few years I get that big bag from Costco me too. and I hide it. It on the rest of the family, so I know where it is. But just between you and George and the dog, I mean, who are you hiding it from? Right, I'm hiding it from me. <laughs> You're right. So yeah, I mean, I should have turned it over to him and said, "Get rid of this thing or hide it." Uh, we both looked at each other and said, "No, you hide it. No, you hide it. No, you hide it." Turns out now it is now into a small cereal bowl. What's left of this thing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I had a big bag on the counter. You then uh, we a family it. of three comes by, and that's it on yeah. Halloween. No, I'm going to have to buy another bag. He's going to Costco today. I should have put that on the list. Yeah, you Text know, him. I need toilet paper. Yeah. Yes, I need dog food. And get another yeah. bag of that Halloween candy. But this mm-hmm. time, hide it. Let me ask you something. I think I ate all the Swedish fish out of there. Oh, those. Yeah, I I got the same bag as you. Yeah, but that's more uh, of a retro thing. Let me tell you something. Thing. They've done something to the recipe on Swedish fish. Yes. They have made them bland. They yes. have absolutely no flavor. I've They're noticed this. I had some just the other day. Definitely more Finnish than Swedish. There's no me. Swedish Finnish anything fish. in it. They're fishy fish. Yeah, blech. <laughs> They're yucko fish. But I don't like them. It's now. one of those retro candies that people like of my age. I don't know. Hey, listen. I'm just I not like saying you anything about you. your, uh, I, your age. I don't even remember having a Swedish fish. Until Otto brought them in one time. Oh, I thought you were going to say till they were invented. No, no, no. We used to get them and they go play Space Invaders and Asteroids. I never Bob's Deli. heard of Swedish Fish. Otto brought them in. What Swedish Fish? I'm like, what? It's a gummy fish. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a gummy. So let me ask anyway. you. You mentioned something. And do you get your dog food at Costco? I do. Because I used to, and it's actually one of the better uh, products. Rated, for, yes. For better correct. rated dog foods. It is. The problem is. You have a small dog like I have a small dog. I have a mid-sized dog, a beagle, yeah. How many pounds? 28. Okay, bigger than mine. Mine's yeah. 13. All right. But 
That is six months worth of food. Well, maybe a little less in your My case. My dog is a eating machine, but I'm trying to. He's, okay. a, he's a fatso, so uh, you're right. What I do you him, do with 50 pounds okay, of dog food? I have a rolly Tupperware, a Tupperware with wheels on it. I pour almost all, you know, I fill it up to the brim, and I keep it uh, crisp. I keep it fresh. You know, I, I put it in the, in the big rolly bin, and then whatever's left I use at the bottom of the bag until I finish up the bag, yeah. and then I go into the, the Tupperware. Uh, thing the rolly Tupperware container. Yeah, um, and I am now at the bottom of the Tupperware container. So I now you need to. So now I need to replace. See, I was wondering, but does it right. go stale? It, it goes stale, so I it, keep it in a, in an airtight Tupperware container until I can, you know, finish it up, so, and I click it closed every day. Since this uh, uh, segment now is mm. sponsored by Costco, <laughs> one of the things I used to get there are those Snyder that barrel of pretzels. Mm-hmm. And I never threw away the barrel. I just kept like, oh, that's you perfect. Know, but you know, put perfect. them on the side of the house. And then, uh, uh, then what code, are you enfor- build, code what enforcement you build? said you need to clean this up. Yeah, seriously, having a fire pit out I, there. I, what are you doing? I, I just, but I started using that, and I filled seven of those with that dog Costco food. Bag. And mm. I'm like, I got one 13 pound dog and seven barrels of dog food. That's like maybe I should buy smaller bags. Yeah, I but was they tempted. They don't have smaller at Costco. No, I was tempted to go to like the real store, you know, even yeah. to a pet supermarket and get the mid size bag. And then you're paying the same price you'd pay for the 50 pound bag, and it, that drives me nuts too. Which is insane, right? <laughs> it's it's insane. these are problems. These are problems that we pet owners have, Pinkman. That's right. I have pets. What a, a beta fish. I have two cats. Oh, he has How a dare cat. you? Oh, cats. Well, see, you could go through the bag of cat, uh, you know, the box of cat food. They sell that in a big ass box. I should buy that. Yeah. Because now that anyway, I'm a you know my family big proponents of cat food. I mean, big proponents of Costco. And we are two people. You should see the cart coming out of there. You think we're feeding a village? It really is. Like, there's what just two is, of you. There's two of us and your gay dog and some pets or and your then, sexually ambiguous. Hey, dog. listen, and we love them all the same. Not a, not that it matters to no me. What about, yeah, his it, sexual proclivity. It's barking out with Pride Month. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is the Phillips file. My name is Moira. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, you know, text us whatever it is. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. Um, and. Um, we will we will be uh, talking about the issues of the day as we move along. And I will tell you this. Um, there is now another controversy surrounding immigrants and senators and making racist remarks. I'll explain all of that when the file continues on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> That's the news theme for today because Pinkman is doing the news. Uh, because I'm sitting in for Jim what? and Pinkman is sitting in for me and Jack is holding I, down the I, fort. I sit where I sit. He does. I also sit where I sit. Uh-huh. Oh, the two true. of them often sit together, but uh, that's another jobs. story. What's in the news, Pinky? Oh, man. Let's start with the most salacious news oh, out today. Always my favorite. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Police searching the Saudi consulate found evidence oh. that Saudi writer Jamal Khashoggi was killed there, a high tur- high-level high <laughs> Turkish official this, said today. Despite that two-person cleaning crew that came in? Yeah. yeah. Biggie. They put bleach everywhere. <laughs> and forensic and re- guy. They, they repainted, too. If they didn't use pine saw, they screwed up. That's what I say. They repainted. I watched CSI, and that doesn't help. They bleached it first, and they repainted, thinking that would hide any blood and DNA that was splattered about when they dismembered mm-hmm. this fella. But anyway, they got in there. Sure enough, they found out that that's where he was killed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, roughly. Well, someone was. The comment killed. by yeah. the Turkish official to the Associated Press further intensified the pr- pressure on Saudi Arabia to explain what happened to Khashoggi, who vanished on October 2nd. 
while he was just visiting the consulate to pick up paperwork he needed to get married. Right. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo traveled to Saudi Arabia today to talk to King Salman and his son, the 33-year-old Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, also right. known as MBS, about the fate of the journalist who wrote critically about the Saudis for the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham, however, says of the Crown Prince, this guy has got to go. Speaking on Fox News, uh, he said, Saudi Arabia, if you're listening, there are a lot of good people you can choose, but MBS has tainted your country and tainted himself. No, brother. So there you go. Well, Saudi Arabia says they didn't do it. I normally, that Lindsey Graham today has pissed me off a little bit, but we'll talk about that in a little while, won't we, Pinkman? Uh, uh, That's up to you, lady. You're the host. (laughs) Uh, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio also (laughs) says that this uh, Khashoggi, his his answer was, look, he's either A, inside the consulate, right, or B, he's dead. So somebody better tell us where he is. If he's not in there, that means he's not, you know, he's he's not alive. Like, somebody's got to find out. Did you put him in a Ziploc bag? What'd you do with him? They you bone sawed him. I know, but how how small of the parts then do we have? Is it a gallon bag? Did you put him in a trash bag? What'd you do with the pieces? I mean, seriously, you got to let us know what did you do with the pieces and where are they? Could have gone Breaking Bad and dissolved them in a barrel. You'd never know. That's true. Who'd they do that with? A couple of people. They put them in a barrel? Do you they, remember, Jack? Did they do that with Todd? I, no. I don't remember who the no, person was. Was it the kid? Todd died at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh. Oh, oh hey. hey hello. Did. What? No, I remember, had it on my DVR. It, earlier oh, in the oh, show, oh. they accidentally killed someone or something. And they and put them in, in the, in bar, the bathtub. Mm. And then it melted through the bathtub. Right. And then it was a whole mess. That's correct. Sorry, move along, shall we? Anyway, yeah, that's your Breaking Bad update for uh, <laughs> October 16th, 2018. 2018, I believe, by the way. Nearly yes. a decade after that episode aired now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, President Donald Trump has called Stormy Daniels horseface. In a tweet about a recent legal ruling, federal judge dismissed Daniels' defamation suit against Trump. Daniels obviously alleges she had an affair with Donald Trump in 2006 and sued him in April. The defamation suit came after Trump tweeted a composite sketch of a man Daniels says threatened her in 2011 to keep quiet about an alleged affair, and he called it a total con job. Mm -hmm. So uh, judge threw that out, and then... uh, Trump tweeted, great, now I can go after Horseface and her third-rate lawyer. Okay, real classy fellow we have as the president. But let me say this about that. Uh, she retweeted back at him. Oh, what'd she say? She called him tiny. Oh. <laughs> In reference to his uh, manhood, I think, because they had a sexual relationship that lasted X amount of months. She alleges. She alleges. That's, what, that's what I meant to say, yeah. And so in that case, she said, you know, he can call me whatever he wants, but I'm calling him Tiny, I'll let you use your imagination as to what that means. Mm-hmm. More news, the birthdays and the food of the day and all of these things. As the Phillips File continues, my name is Moira. This is Real Radio 104.1. Orlando City returns home to host Seattle Sounders FC tomorrow. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. More news with the Pinkster. Coming up here next. What else do you have on the list, Pinkman? That's Governor oh. Pinkster to you. Oh, that's true. You want the food? I have the food. Uh, that would be lovely. All right. Today is October 16, 2018. And today, yes. well, it's, there's two days. It shares a day. First of all, it's National Liqueur Day. Of any sort. Huh? Of any sort. Any liqueur. 
So it could be amaretto. It could be. I mean, that's the only I can Friend think of. Mint. Oh, there's one. Rumple mints. Here I come. Uh huh. There's that. <laughs> it's a liqueur day. It's also something that's an odd one as well, and that is World Food Day. Just any food around the world. International, I guess, international food. But day. that that well, that changes depending on where you live. On, on what nation you're in at yeah. the moment. Yeah, that's right. World Food Day. Just saying. I no, thought today right. was a crappy food day, but just saying. I mean, I like liqueurs. Tomorrow is a great day, and Thursday, one of the best uh, ever. Spoiler alert. Yep, I'm not going to tell you what, but those days are fan-damn-tastic. Oh, oh, all right. Now, well, I won't sleep tonight. I'm yeah, telling now you. now we're going to worry about you it. Can't, you can't go wrong. Just be it's, here tomorrow about 3.30-ish. I don't know if I can make it. All right. What else is in the news, <laughs> Pinky? Uh, the Cherokee Nation has issued a statement on Elizabeth Warren's DNA test results. Oh, I know, right? What are now they they're saying? getting involved. Oh, yeah, they're getting involved. They're not too happy. Uh, Cherokee Nation Secretary of State Chuck Hoskin Jr. Is she a Cherokee or she just has Native American ancestry? I mean, why that specific They kind of just said Native oh. American ancestry, but, you know, they're one of the more uh, prominent tribes in I the see. United States. Uh-huh. Uh, they say a DNA test is useless to determine tribal citizenship. Current DNA tests do not even ex- distinguish whether a person's right. ancestors were indigenous to North or South America, and sovereign tribal nations set their own legal requirements for citizenships. While DNA tests can be used to determine lineage, such as paternity to an individual, it right. is not evidence for tribal affiliation. Hmm. They say it makes a mockery of DNA tests and its legitimate uses, while also dishonoring legitimate tribal governments and their citizens. Mm-hmm. So they're not too happy She's that... She's not getting well, any support from her people. Yeah, I don't think she was trying to lay claim to proceeds from a casino. Right. That's true. No, but they... <laughs> that is I, correct. She I wasn't think... asking for anything free. She wasn't asking for any contact with, you know, any <laughs> any of that. She just wanted to prove because They don't he, want her. The president but, kept saying Pocahontas. Uh, you're you know, out, Pocahontas. And she said, I have Native American ancestry. I am, you know, Native American back several generations. And sure enough, she just proved that that is a fact. She has... Native American but uh, they just, lineage. They don't like having their heritage being used as a political tool. Uh, indeed, I think is I see. Which I, I, can I can understand. I can yeah, get behind too. that. Yep. Yeah, but she—if this is her lineage, she had a right to claim it. It was the president who attacked her on it, right, and made fun of her for it. Correct. But because of the whole going back and forth, now they're like, okay, this is enough, you guys. Yep. Lay she was rest. always proud of it. He was bad mouthing her, and so she said, "Look, here, here's the fact." I went to the this DNA test, this genetic place, and they said I am indeed, you know, whatever percentage Native American. Now, you know, she's not asking the Native Americans to welcome her with open arms, you know, and invite her to the next powwow. She's just saying I'm Native American. You know, that's it. Anyway, sorry. Anyhow, yeah, so am I. So he's he's annoyed. You know, he's annoying to me, and that's that. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, which person? The Cherokee Secretary no, of State or Donald Trump? He's fine. Everybody wants to get in on it. You know, saying don't make it political, just drop it. Um, anyway, I understand why she felt like she had to defend herself, but now the other side doesn't want her either, so it's interesting. Maybe she wants a million bucks. She doesn't want a million. Yeah. Oh, she wants it for a charity. Yeah. She wants it for the Indigenous Women's Charity Foundation or something, so uh, I'm sure that she'll never see a nickel of that. If it's yeah. Trump money, mm-mm. Glad I didn't take that bet. Tell you what. Yes, see? Uh-huh. Uh, everyone's talking about DNA test as such. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham even weighed in a little bit, which oh, is uh, this is a fun one going okay. on right now. Uh-huh. Um, Lindsey, this, this is from the distraction portion of the po- political news, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was here, on with Fox and Friends. He this was morning. on with Fox and Friends this morning. Here's a little bit of what he said. Big story is the president's getting better and better being president. Have you seen this? He told me he was getting better. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, he's like well, having so much fun doing. Keep, it. He's rocking it. it Keep it up. All right. Keep it up, Donald. Lindsey Graham, thank you very much. Come thank back you. in a couple of weeks. Yeah, take a look. We'll, we'll, we'll find we'll out who you really are. I'll probably be Iranian. That'd be like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> great people, just bad leaders. Yeah, bad leaders. Thank All right. I'm not in- so, so now, guess what? The Iranians can't be happy. I don't know if you were able to pick up what he said. No, what did he say? I, he was talking about these DNA tests. He did a yeah. DNA test. He yeah. spit in the tube. Yeah. And they're going to send it off. And he's going to come back to this morning program. And they're going to, once the results are in. And he said, huh, my luck, I'd be Iranian. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? And then Kilmeade with the uh, quick save there. He's like, not that there's anything wrong. It's like the, uh, Seinfeld, the, yeah, yeah. the Seinfeld episode about being anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> my father was gay. Right. It was it was bad. So anyway, so that was, you know, Lindsay had to open his trap. I don't know why he does this stuff. But anyway, so yes. Hey, going you're on having TV. fun. You're just He's shooting there the breeze. Fox and friends. With so your favorite good. friends in the morning. Yep. So good to be here, Kevin. I'll then. If I was Iranian, that'd be terrible. The hail is over. Mm-hmm. Until it's not. So Anna Eskamani, one of our local politicians. Yes. She's running for State House District 47 in Orlando and Winter Park. Said, as the daughter of Iranian immigrants who worked tirelessly to achieve the American dream, I can tell you that being of Iranian heritage is not terrible. <laughs> she said, what is terrible is U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham and his xenophobic comments that are fueled by Republican leadership each day in an effort to scare voters and divide us. Yeah, I, I understand. Nice lady. That. Yeah, she is. I, I don't know her. I don't know anything about this. But I do know that this constant uh, denigrating of people's backgrounds, of people's heritage, of people's ethnicity is, you know, has now people are now emboldened to just say the worst possible. It, it is calling out the worst in us. And it's really unfortunate. You know, Lindsey Graham, oh, it'd be terrible if I was Iranian and every, you know, they comment, you know, the president is calling another citizen a horse face. Okay, stop. Just Hey, Let's, she said he had a tiny wiener first. After, yeah, you know. She did it first. Yeah, she said he looked um, like Toad from Mario Kart. Oh, I don't know anything about any of that. <laughs> I move along. It's All right, let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. Julian Assange. He's still in Ecuador, or oh. at the Ecuadorian embassy, rather. Oh, man. In he's England. Bored. Mm-hmm. So, Ecu- what do you think he does for entertainment? Nothing. Uh, absolutely he nothing. Looks out on that balcony. You know, they keep showing him out on that balcony. That's the only fresh air he gets. Every day waiting for Pam Anderson to show up with uh. food again. Ecuador has ordered Julian Assange to stick to a new set of house rules, including avoiding contentious political issues, cleaning his bathroom, <laughs> and looking after his cat if he wants his internet access reconnected. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Boy, they're treating him like he's, he's grounded. Now, I love now this that. is funny because I was wondering, like, what is the relationship there with the embassy? And I guess do they pay for everything? But no, they are actually coming down like parents with some house rules. Right. This is clean funny. your bathroom, you little, you know, they, snot. They told him his pet cat would be confiscated and taken to a shelter if he did not look after it. Uh, he said they said he would be reconnected to the internet, but it was not clear whether the move was contingent <laughs> on him agreeing to Ecuador's conditions. Give him dial up. Give him like yeah, fourteen point four dial up. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Then some some Uh-oh. diplomat down the hall gets on the phone. He's like, "Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I'm halfway on the through <laughs> halfway great. through loading that picture of Stormy Daniels." Mm-hmm. Oh, what it would load line by line. Oh, remember the olden days of the internet, Mo? And it would go, what, line by line? I sort of do remember that, yeah. 
I was never very technically inclined, but I do remember that. Poor Julian. He's got no internet. He can't clean his bathroom because he's bored. And his cat's not well cared for. That's sad. Yeah, care for your cat, Julian. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, speaking of the internet and other technologies, uh, the news came through yesterday that Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen died at the age of 65. Mm-hmm. He succumbed to complications of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in Seattle yesterday. He had battled cancer in the past, and earlier this month, he announced that his disease had returned. So, Bummer. Yeah, right? Sorry to bring you guys down. Mm. He helped found Microsoft with Bill Gates back in 1975. He also owned the Seattle Seahawks and the Portland Trailblazers, the NBA team. And, and he was influential in Seattle. I mean, he was a big deal. Oh yeah, he was the guy. Yeah. The Seattle guy. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates says he's heartbroken by Allen's passing. In a statement, he said Allen deserved much more time, but his contributions will live for generations to come. Are they the same age? Bill Gates and Paul Allen? They were probably close, close, very right? close. Yeah, yeah, they were because they were in college together. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they were in prep school. I didn't know if they went to the same place. But no, yeah. they both dropped. I believe they both dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bill Gates looked like he was like fourteen. Uh, it's true. Yeah, that's, yeah. those yeah, yeah, old yeah. Microsoft promo uh-huh. photos. Kind of like uh-huh. I did. <laughs> right, and then yeah. he hit the wall, and I guess you will too. Yeah, I guess it yeah. happens to all of us. Uh huh. I'm yeah, doing Jack, all right. Jack yeah, my still hair. looks fourteen. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, Thank uh, you. Let's not go You're welcome. Oh. An Orlando developer by the name Grandma's of- jealous in there. Hey. What? <laughs> Nothing. Hair color says what? Nothing. Jealous of us young folks yeah, over here. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go skateboard after school, bro. Well, Got that you, right, You bro. are hardly mm-hmm. the same generation. <laughs> Just stop. Close enough. Mm-hmm. We've got crossover points. Every once in a while, I point out to Pikmin, I'm closer to his dad's age than him. Great. <laughs> that totally is true. Right. That is 100% I'm right, I think I'm true. older than his dad. Oh, boy. No, he's about the same age. What? No, he's same? older than you. I'm just kidding. Orlando developer Chuck Whittall is trying to buy Orlando Fashion Square, the city's oldest mall, oh. and tear most of it down. What? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whittall says the mall needs a complete redo. Well, for that's his... for sure. Yeah. yeah. They've tried to, quote, redo it a couple times, but they never quite have gotten it right. Uh, for his inspiration, he has in mind two open-air developments in Southern California, one named Fashion Island mm. and the Irvine Spectrum Center. Mm-hmm. Those developments combine shopping, restaurants, and entertainment. Uh, Woodall says he has a deal to buy the nearly 50 acres of land under Fashion Square. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they, needs, it needs a facelift for sure. Every like every few years, they're like, okay, we're going to put a hotel in here. We're going to put this entertainment center. We're going to bring more stores. We're going to put an orchard supply thing over here. But then and then orchard they're like, oh, just kidding. Out of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bros. Mm-hmm. Disney World, speaking of entertainment, is upping their ticket prices. Somebody's going to have to explain this to me because I read it three times and can't figure it out. Okay, uh, so I'm going to try, but it, it is a little bit confusing. Okay. No, it's a lot confusing. If it's Tuesday, you pay this. If it's Wednesday, you pay that. If it's November, you oh, pay oh, something wait. else. If there's if a way it's... to get the cheapest way in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it out that's, here. Go ahead. You this is all for you. Out. So they have uh, they have a new range for one day one park tickets going from 109 to 129 okay. per person depending on the time of year. Previously that range was 102 to 129 depending on that season schedule. If you wanted to go to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom parks just for today, October 16th, and stay in only one park, it would cost you 114. dollars that's okay. the same price you would have paid if purchased yesterday. So if you buy if you buy a weekend ticket, it's more. 
If you buy a weekday ticket, it's less. Yes. If you buy it during a holiday period, it's more. They, but right, it's, they say you're uh, in contrast to a ticket purchase for December twenty fifth of twenty eighteen. Mm. A July 4th of 2019 ticket would go up $3 per day per person. Here's it. You know, this is beyond my uh, See, com- comfortable range. No, not understanding, but the comfortable comfortable range of uh, uh, spending. $100 a person, for no matter entertainment. what. Right. It's not even that. And then that's just, then you park, then you eat, then, you know, mm-hmm. if you buy something. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's not what, you know. I do not know how families of four... Right are able to come down to Florida. I mean, if they live here, one thing, but they fly down, so that's four tickets. If they get tickets for the park hopper, you know, to go to more than one park, it's and thousands it's one of, of those dumb. things where people save up, whether it's you might do a cruise or do this. If you set aside, if you get a, a few thousand dollars to set aside for your annual vacation. However, the fact of the matter is, it's always packed. So... There is no shortage of people paying trying, these prices. The way I understand this new ticketing uh, level program that they're putting in today, um, they give you the lowest ticket prices are in January, February. All right, so you know you're going to get cheap tickets January, February. Then you get cheap tickets again in April. And then August and September. So if you can cluster your vacation. But yeah. maybe August the kids are out of school. But January, February, April, and I don't know about August. You know, kids are back in school, so I don't know how you even do that. If well, you're trying to get the cheap way, August, and the kids, August, are, I don't know. kids are in school in Florida in August. Correct. I mean, you know, in the Northeast, and I don't know about the Midwest and out West, but in the Northeast, they're starting after Labor Day. Right. So it's September. So September is yeah. also on the cheap list. Yeah. So, but you if know. you want to be here in August, oh, by the way, it's 3,000 degrees. See, <laughs> that's three thousand dollars for your right. vacation. <laughs> Parking anyway, not included. I don't you're know, going home well done. I don't know if the other theme well parks broke. are going to follow suit. <laughs> Usually when one raises, they all raise. It'll be within two days. <laughs> so but this is now. a very, to me, very convoluted yeah. and very specific. Well, uh, I, I think what they target, okay, we know these are our busiest times. This is when we can afford to uh, thin out the crowd the price. Yeah. Make, uh, make, without losing money, and you increase the the, the customer experience by having less people in the park. So think about it. The last quarter of the year, October, November, December, it's premium, right? Yeah. Holidays and yeah. all of that. So that's going to be out. You know, if you're if you're trying to pinch pennies and watch your budget, you can't go during the holidays, right? Then you can go in, uh, you go in January or February, but that's weird. And then March is considered a premium. So that's spring break yeah. when your kid has off from school. It's like, I don't understand how you're supposed to do it. But all right. You know, somebody help me understand it because I, it seems like they're trying to get every nickel out of you. And yes, they're giving you five months at a discounted price, but those five months, for the most part, your kids are in school. But what would you do if you had a business that was packed? If you're charging a cover and they're coming in at, at $5 ahead and you had more people than, than you needed and it was crowded wall to wall. I mean, you make it $10, you lose 25%, they have a better experience, and you're making, you know, the, the same money. same money, yeah. I don't want to do the math. And I don't nah, know. Yeah, I don't too know. much math. And okay. Double, about a 25% yeah, yeah, yeah. less. I'm telling you, this yeah, is yeah, why yeah, I'm telling yeah. you it's way too confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's math, Mo. I know. Agreed. That's what I said, too confusing. Breaking news. Okay. <laughs> Dennis Hoff, the owner of the Bunny Ranch out in Nevada, yes. passed away at the age of 72 today. Ooh. Oh. That is just breaking. Bunny Ranch. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. 
it's yeah. a it's a brothel. I know what where it is. you where you meet with used to have a show on TV, night, right? On yeah, HBO. HBO yeah, 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 yeah. He was seventy two, and uh, he was running for Nevada state legislature. What did he die from? They Does haven't say, said yet. Oh. No, it's, it's too much too, of a good too time. Fresh. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. That's probably what the obit will say. Uh, and I'll leave you with this. This should make Jack pretty happy, seeing hey. as he hates all things Boston. Not true. <laughs> I like Boston cream donuts. Oh, good point. Those are a good time. The Patriots fan who threw beer on Tyreek Hill during Sunday's game. Yeah, I posted a picture of that. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Has been charged and banned from Foxborough uh, Gillette Stadium, whatever they call it. Oh, there. It, it's wrong. You know, you do it. They, if they do it at Orlando City Stadium, it's Darn. wrong. When they do it at Yankee Stadium, it's wrong. You you should not be throwing things at the players. Well, this, right. This Don't throw was, them on uh, the field. Don't throw them at the players. Just settle down. Watch the game. I'm sorry your team's not doing well, but cut it out. Right after it's Ty- a game, people. Tyreek Hill had a 75-yard catch-and-run touchdown late in the fourth quarter, tying sweet. the game. <laughs> 40 points apiece. His momentum carried him through the end zone to the barrier where fans stand. And uh, some of them just flipped the bird in his face, and this guy said, I'm going to throw my freaking beer at you, Tyreek. <laughs> and now he's out of there. Can't uh, go back. Right. Sorry, bro. All right. I know they did it. They do it at Yankees. They they do it at you know everywhere. Yeah. What? Oh. It should stop. They people. made made Philadelphia look a little bit better though. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yep. Uh, happy no, happy birthday. Are we ready worse. for happy happy birthday? <laughs> yeah, they are. Mm. Uh, yes. Are we ready? Are you for ready, Pinkman? I'm. Yeah, I'm ready. Happy so you, you have the birthdays, but I'm playing against Pinkman. Yes. All right. Happy happy birthday today. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers to Flea. Oh, no, Pinkman, we should know up. this. We should both. Uh-huh. Well, we're fans. We don't know how old he is. I'm going to go with 56. On the dot. Yes. Oh, you ah. son of a gun. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, I feel good about Kapoorya, that Kapoorya. one. How about Kapoorya. Inch? I was playing them on the radio before Pinkman was born. That's probably true. California. <laughs> how about uh, Angela Lansbury? Murder, right, she wrote. Murder, points. she wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pinkman, she's old guessed. now. Uh, 78, he guessed. 79. Way older. Thank Jack. You. Uh, he's, she's 93. Points. Well, she looks younger. Oh, boy, boy, boy. Okay. Happy birthday! And finally, Suzanne Summers, Jack. Ooh, Ooh, Suzanne Summers. From? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three's Company. That's it. Um, Let's go 72. On the top! Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> and he takes... Oh, uh-huh, you each got one well, on the top. we both got one today. Yeah, but I got the middle point, brother. How's that? The middle point. The middle. He got the one on the dot in the beginning. One. I won the point on the second one. That's true. And I got the one on the dot at the end. So oh, I, had the, I see what you're saying. The rubber match. Good, nice. The series advantage. I got it. But we can celebrate together in knowing it's going to be a great weekend, isn't it, Pinkman? I'm going to throw my beer on your face when we no. get a break. Roseanne I'm give Bar- you the finger. <laughs> Roseanne Barr's TV family Boston. debuts tonight. It's called The Connors. It's Roseanne without Roseanne. I'll tell you all the details as the file continues on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's 
someone else. Uh, that would be me. I'm Moira. Jim is uh, feeling a little under the weather today. We expect him back tomorrow. Jack and Pinkman are here. It's time for the bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Uh, today, only five questions, Pinky, so you're good to go on that. What? Yes, just Spoiler saying. Spoiler alert. Uh, we are going to welcome your um, contestant. Right, We've got somebody that dialed in. Yeah, 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 His yeah. name is Wonton, so you excuse mm-hmm. yourself to the outside studio. I mean, to the outside hallway. And we will uh, welcome Wonton to the Phillips file. Welcome. Hey, hey! You're gonna be playing against Pinkman if he ever can meet. He doesn't go faster than slow. Go, Pinkman! Really? Uh, yeah. Go, Pinky Man! Go. <clears throat> going out to the hall. I have five questions for you, Wonton. And uh, oh, there he is. Okay, your category today is called the Jingle Book from Brad. This is where you guess the year in which these advertising jingles hit the airwaves. This is an, obviously a the spoof on the Jungle Book. It's called the Jingle Book. Ah, uh, I see what he oh, did there. Oh, oh, oh Rudyard Kipling mm-hmm. points. Uh, All right, I I will record answers. Yes, please. And the time. Oh, that's a lot to do. Are you ready, Mo? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, Wonton, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. In three, two, one, begin. The Hilltop television commercial for Coca-Cola featured by the world of Coke. Familiarly, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. What year did that come out? 1949. Four-year-old Andy Lambros broke Oscar Mayer baloney down like this. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. What year did that come out? Uh, 1959. It was developed in 1958 and got this national ad campaign jingle later. It goes like this. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Uh, I say 1989. Considered one of the most recognized slogans in advertising history, it's every kiss begins with K. 1998. And written and performed by Barry Manilow, it's still being used in ads today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 1991. Okay, time. Mm-hmm. Okay, got all that. Hey, how old is Wonton? I don't know. How old Wonton, are you, Wonton? How old are you? 30. Okay, okay buddy. Good. Hang in there. Hold keep on just a minute. Down. I put him put on, hold. on hold. Okay, very good. Um, because a lot of these you are know, older pre- than he may remember, right, right, right. but we'll see. Because Pinkman, of yeah. comparable age, ish, will have yeah. to compare. Uh huh. We'll see how he does. And, all right, Pinky, you're Campari. playing. <laughs> You're like playing against Wonton, and uh, there are five questions. I'll need five answers. Oh, boy. All of them being number-related. Your category is named... Oh, you want to roll the dice. Yes. I don't want but to. tell them what the category is. Oh, the category is The Jingle Book <laughs> from Brad. Kind of a takeoff on Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. You're going to guess the year in which these advertising jingles hit the airwaves. Oh, Brad. Okay, throw them bones. Okay, let's see how you do. This We're is gonna, great. We're going to add this to 18. Yeah, so you get screwed. Well, yes. Oh, a four. All right. The hard uh, one. We so, probably should, since it's not really that long of a category, we probably shouldn't do a full, right? Okay, instead of 22, let's make it 20. Make I it 11. Care. Make it half, since it's only half the 11. questions. Oh, that's fair. It's only half the questions. That's fair. How rude. Seems, that's fair, seems appropriate. Okay. All right, again, Pinkman, category, the jingle book, name the year which these advertising jingles hit the airwaves. Are you ready? Yes. All right. In three, two, one, begin. The Hilltop television commercial for Coca-Cola featured by the world of Coke. Familiarly, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. What year did that come out? 1969. Four-year-old Andy Lambros broke Oscar Mayer baloney down like this. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. Uh, 1950. It was developed in 1958 and got this national ad campaign jingle later. It goes like this. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Uh, 1960. Considered one of the most recognized slogans in advertising history, it's every kiss begins with K. 
<laughs> uh, 97. Written and performed by Barry Manilow, it's still being used in ads today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 2003. Boom, time. Mm-hmm. Got all that, Jackie? I got mm-hmm. confused on the, uh, the Rice-A-Roni one. Why? Written in 1958. You throw a year in there, it gets confusing. I know, and it got this ad campaign Stupid. year. It says later. It doesn't Stupid say when, Brad. but... Thank you, Brad. Love all right. you. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's, got him. Uh, we have Wonton back on the line. Wonton, we're going to grade this thing and see how you do. If you get it right, you have a lifetime of good luck, right? Yeah, yeah Wonton. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. If you do not win, you have 24 hours of bad luck. Uh, that will begin at the end of this category. Here's the first one. I'd like to teach the world to sing, or Coca-Cola took it and put, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Yeah. What year did that come out? I think Don Draper created that at the yes. end no. of uh, <laughs> right. Mad Men. Uh-huh. Uh, Wonton said 1949, Pinkman 1969. Okay, and the answer, 1971. Oh, Whoa, I was close. Pinky, Pinky starts that, off strong. That okay. last episode was my frame of reference. Uh-huh. Uh, four-year-old Andy Lambros broke Oscar Mayer Bologna down like this. My Bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. And uh, what did Wonton say? When did that hit the airwaves? Jack? Oh, Wonton said 1959. Uh-huh. Pinky? Uh, Pinkman said 1950. Oh, the answer, 1974. Wonton ties no, the score. It sounds older. Yep. Mm-mm. Uh, it was developed in 1958 and got this national ad campaign jingle later. It goes like this. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Wonton went with 1989. Ooh. Pinkman, a, a skosh earlier, 1960. Oh, very close. 19... 19- 62. Oh, Pinkman regains the lead. Oh, two to one. Bro. All right. Considered one of the most um, recognized jingles in, in advertising history. It's Every Kiss Begins with K. <laughs> Wonton said. Dad. 1998. Pinkman won under him with 1997. Uh, that was an uh, interesting move there. The answer, 1985. Oh, Pinkman just wow. slid in there. Three to one. We got that. Now, Come on, wh- Wonton. Get this on the money. You tie it up. All right. And we'll go to time. Written and performed by Barry Manilow. It's still being used in ads today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wonton went with 1991, while Pinkman opted for 2003. Okay. Uh, the answer, 1971. Wonton gets it, but not enough. Uh, Pinkman wins the game. Sorry, I'm sorry, Wonton. Wonton. Your bad luck begins right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades... How far would Jake from State Farm have to fly from his birthplace in Duluth, Minnesota to buy a pair of khakis in Detroit, Michigan? Nice. I don't know the answer to any of that. Uh, Here's a Brad (laughs) fun fact, though. Barry Manilow also wrote and performed on Band-Aids. I'm stuck on Band-Aids and Band-Aids stuck on me. That was a That's a good one. That was a Band-Aids. If he never had a song or a hit album... He would have had a good career as it's just doing this, <laughs> yeah, writing uh-huh. jingles. Yeah, because so all of them, is. we all just know. Just like Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. Points. You know the song My Baloney Has a First Name, right? You could sing that. O-S-C-A-R. My Baloney Has a Second Name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me while well, I'll say. Because Oscar, Oscar Meyer has, has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Points. Nailed it. One of my faves. That is one of my faves. Good way of spelling. Good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so all of these products, I mean, I, everybody out there is singing along rice aroni the San Francisco treat. Um, I haven't had rice aroni in probably 10 years. Have you had rice aroni lately? No. 
Why? You don't like rice aroni? No, I just... You're I'm, making it sound like, no, I wouldn't eat that. I like oh, it. Oh, well, so I don't good. cook. I eat what my wife makes me. Oh, that's um, <laughs> I don't believe she makes rice aroni. Maybe she does. I don't know. I don't check the trash. It's got right. pasta. You know, a little pasta. Yeah, rice. A little rice. Well, it's rice. Yeah, no, yeah, but, but there's, there's little like those, chopped up spaghetti. It's vermicelli or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have that. Yeah. It's probably high in sodium. It's, it's from Frisco. No, Hello, nobody Frisco. says Frisco. No, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, what I do know is that the Connors debuts tonight. Now you're thinking, Damn. what is that? This is the Roseanne reboot reboot. Uh, it was rebooted after two or three episodes. Roseanne started tweeting out some racist stuff about Valerie Jarrett, comparing her to Planet of the Apes or something. And so she was kicked out of that program. And But the others, John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, Sarah Gilbert, and the rest of the stars from the 2018 reboot are returning for now this reboot reboot. Re- oh, boy. Redux. Uh, yeah, so um, ABC did, yeah, fired her. They're moving forward without her, never you mind. The Connors will reportedly start off tonight with Roseanne's character, because they're not calling it Roseanne, of course. They're calling it just the Connors. Uh, and, and this is not a spoiler by any means, because we've revealed this weeks ago. Her namesake character will die in this first episode. They will mention that she is gone because she died of, quote, an opioid overdose. All right, that happens tonight. Spoiler alert. Well, I said it's not a spoiler because we've talked about this weeks ago. No, doubt it. Nope, we did. I don't know where you were. Pay attention, Pinkman. Whatever. And they did a list of um, who are the most divisive or divisive Um. Celebrities in the United States, the most politically divisive celebrity in the United States, number three, and no surprise here, Rush Limbaugh, number two, Sean Hannity, both, you know, are politically divisive, certainly if you're a Democrat, Mm -hmm. they're political commentators, right? But the number one politically divisive celebrity, Moira, surprised me. No, (laughs) uh -uh, I didn't even make the top 10 um, because it is Beyonce. I believe it. What? It was because yes. of her Super Bowl performance. I don't know what that means. Where everyone was like, she's wearing Black Panthers outfits and doing the Black Lives Matter thing, and then the whole mm. country went to uh, uh, fun stuff. Okay, so Beyonce won, Sean number two, Rush number three, and followed by Ellen DeGeneres, number four, politically divisive. Mm. Yeah, because divisive. you can't have people preaching getting along with everybody. You can't and, say and you're gay. If yeah, you're screw not, her. See, I, I, I would... I like reasoning for this to have a little context. Correct. I mean, I understand political commentators being politically they divisive. They were the only two on the list of top ten. The fourth one, that was Ellen. Five, LeBron James, because he made comments yeah, about the kneeling. That's kind of you know. Laura Ingram's fault, isn't it? Okay. Um, then it's Beyonce's man, Jay-Z, uh, followed by Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, and Rihanna. Three singers rounding out the top ten, which is very surprising to me. Rihanna? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I don't know the context at all, but there was a survey done. A market research company did a survey, and Queen B is the biggest divide between Democrats and Republicans. Just saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is the Phillips File. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. 
The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Scouring the internet, finding us all of those tidbits that we cannot live without. Mm -hmm. Here's Jack with today's audio file. Thank you very much, Mo. Let's get to it. Yesterday, uh, the president was headed uh, to the Florida Panhandle, survey the damage. However, some reporters caught up with him as he was making his way. It seems like uh, a lot of this audio, he's uh, president's on the go. He's either by a helicopter or by a plane, which always, you know that creates poor <laughs> audio quality. I'm sorry. All However, right. uh, I think you can still make it out because here it's uh, a, a reporter asking the president about his claim to uh, give a million dollars to the a charity for Senator Elizabeth Warren if she could prove oh. that she is any part of uh, Native American. So here's the exchange. Who cares? I didn't say that. I didn't, you better read it again. He did say it, though. He's he? saying he didn't say it. You better read it again. Um, he is, Who cares if she is? I didn't say it is what he's saying. And then uh, I guess a little later, another reporter caught up with uh, POTUS. She does have Native American uh, roots. How much? One, one thousand? Do you owe her an no, apology? Is, no, what about the money that I owe her. She owes the country an apology. Uh, what's, what what's the percentage? One, one thousand? I don't have the, the exact number. Okay, tell me, when you have the percentage, tell me what the what percentage is. What about the money is. that you told her you would... Uh, you mean if she gets the nomination in a debate where I was going to have her tested? I'll only do it if I can test her personally. So now, so now we say oh, no. Now, now he has to test her personally. I don't what? know what that involves. However, um, you know, at first he said, "Well, what was this one right here?" Listen. Who cares? I didn't say that. Uh, I didn't, you better read it again. Read it again. No, I didn't say. I, they they actually had last night. I guess it was last oh. night. Uh, they had the the clip of him saying. Oh it. wait, back in July when he was on the campaign. Mm. Oh, let's I will give you a million dollars <laughs> to your favorite charity. If you take the test and it shows you're an Indian, you know. And let's see what she does, right? I have a feeling she will say no. Now, here's the thing. She didn't. But uh, this is all part of the theater of distraction, you know, whether he does, doesn't pay, which he's not going to. Oh, of course. But uh, anyway, it's really things that don't really matter, but uh, stuff, you know, we focus on for fun. But I am curious as to what would be the test he administers? Hmm. How does he get to prove that she was the same way he American. said he was going to go to Hawaii himself and try to find uh, Obama's birth certificate? Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to personally go and find it. Uh. And Pinkman is starting to look like a samurai warrior with this hair doing hey. now. Look at him with that. Sukiyaki. Yeah. It's like he's the got great, a man bun. The great Sumari. I don't yeah. know what he's got going on there. But yeah. I will tell you this. He said about Obama he would personally go to Hawaii and find his birth certificate. Yeah. He never did that. Mm-hmm. Like he says, I'll personally test Elizabeth Warren to see mm-hmm. if she's, you know, to do a 23andMe test. I don't know. Maybe she should spit in his water. Oh, easy. Oh, easy. you're encouraging something. Nah, uh, that's kind of gross. That's the way you do the 23andMe test. You testing. don't spit in water, Mo. You spit in a little test No, tube. I said in his cup. You know, like, get a cup. Here, here's how you will do it. We'll give the president a, uh-huh. a, a cup. Yeah. And... Uh, she will spit in it, and then he can do whatever he wants with it. I, you know, there you go. <laughs> you know, here, we're giving you a, a cup of, of saliva. I don't and- know. That, that, with that, then he he clones her and, you know, raises a, a new Elizabeth Warren baby as his own. Oh, no. Kind of creepy. That is, yeah. <laughs> 
Let's move on to more disturbing news. <laughs> what could be more disturbing than that? Well, someone threatening the life of a public official because they just disagree with their politics. That's wrong. That is a situation Suzanne Collins, Republican senator from Maine, finds herself in as she gets a suspicious package delivered to her home which what they believe uh, contained ricin. Mm. Our criminal investigation division is currently on scene and they are actively working this case. Currently we have no information that would suggest the public at large is in any danger whatsoever. Banger Police Sergeant Wade Betters uh, said allegedly containing ricin, this, uh, it was sent to uh, uh, the senator's home. Mm. The senator has been made aware. So any further questions as the investigation continues should be directed to the U.S. Capitol Police. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's disturbing that, you know, it, remember after 9-11, all of these, uh, what's it, anthrax? Yes. Was showing up. Did they ever catch that person? Nope. Well, I don't think so. Some of them they did catch. When it came to Congress, yeah. they, they were opening their mail and they were yeah. very concerned. I think they did track down that person, yes. But I don't know if they ever... Here's a little more on this Suzanne Collins investigation. We reached out to the uh, local hazmat team and a, our local fire department working with federal authorities and the U.S. Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, people. No. I know no one listening to this program would ever think about doing something so stupid. No, but sir. Threatening the life of someone just because or, you know, making an attempt right. on, on someone. I'm not familiar with the, the effects of ricin, but if it is, I mean... Hopefully they'll catch that person and put an end to such uh, foolish behavior. Tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so here is the deal, Mo. I'm ready. What's the deal? <sighs> Speaking of stupid people out there. Uh-oh. Hey. When you talk about uh, racism, many people will say, well, I'm not racist. They and probably truly believe they are not okay. racist. Yeah. And then you have institutionalized racism, racism that's kind of been passed along and grown up for certain norms. And suddenly there are these moments that keep getting caught on video where people are doing things that are racist, whether it is uh, calling the police on a black man who is babysitting two white kids. I saw that. He was tutoring them or something, right? Yes. yes. And he was babysitting kids. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a, a black woman in a college dorm room, you know, studying in a common area where a white student called the police on her. Right. Mm-hmm. And the very latest, a black man coming home to his condo and a white woman refusing to let him into the building, saying, this is my building. And he said, well, it's my building, too. She's like, prove it. What what unit? And so he decided, and credit to him, he didn't get excited. He stayed calm. He also videotaped the encounter, posted it on his own social media. But here's a little clip of the encounter. Do you live here? Uh, I'll be asking that question. Excuse me. I'm sorry. The the keypad is right there. I understand that, ma'am. You can film me. That's fine. I understand that, but you're blocking me. Into my building. Okay. And okay. it's my building as well, so I need you to get out of my way. Okay, what unit? Okay. I don't need to tell you that information. It's like, yeah, sure. that's fair. Yeah, he doesn't have to tell her where he lives and what unit. Um, he had a key to the building, and... She was blocking him. She was blocking him. Uh, so the, that video is posted on our website, realradio.fm. Click on the show's Phillips file. You can actually see the whole encounter there. Um, you know, then she... Fi- though, finally, he just, you know, pushed in, 
got past her, and she followed him to his building. He used his key to open up the door to his apartment, and then and then was in. And then did he turn around and say, "Leave me alone"? Or like- uh, uh, she called the police, and then the police came and uh, and, and you know she knocked get in on trouble? the door. Um, not by the police. However, she has lost her job. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Her employer saw the big viral video. Absolutely. And- so wow. uh, uh, this guy, uh, Diarian Tolls, posted this on yeah. his social media, and it says, to be a black man in America and come home, you know, woman tries to stop me from coming into my building because she feels insecure. Um, now, and for his part, he's urging people not to bother, bother this woman who uh, Hillary Brooke Muller, mm. uh, he's saying, don't bother her, you know, leave her alone. But uh, her employer saw the video and also released a statement that says uh, yeah. the Tribeca, it's in St. Louis, the Tribeca St. Louis family is a minority-owned company that consists of employees and residents from many racial backgrounds. We are proud of this fact and do not uh, and will never uh, stand for racism or racial profiling at our company. So the woman ended up losing her job over this encounter um on one hand they say if you see something say something if there's somebody in your building that you think is what uh, i I don't know who who labels things quote suspicious right you don't recognize every single person in your giant apartment building so you see just what is a just because he's black that makes him suspicious he had a key and he had a key right also, so, what if he actually turned out to not be this guy? Like, what if he actually was a ne'er-do-well, okay. and she's just following him around the apartment building? What's she going to do? Yeah, she. well, I thought she called the police. Well, she did. Well, afterwards. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh. Yeah, if she was so frightened, she should have called the police yeah, right just, away. just and... go away and do whatever you have to do, but don't bother this dude. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so this, you know... Hypervigilance society we live in, and right. also eh, everybody's well, a little bit racist. Everybody's a little racist. Wasn't yep. there a song like that? There was. I think it's from Avenue Q. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. No, that might be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know my Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Broadway. Did I just very say that? Nice. <laughs> Yesterday you did well on the gay, gay, gay section too. Thank you very much. You're Bob. so welcome. Uh, not speaking of gay, here's Will Smith. Um, here's. Do you know his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith? Points and daughter. Willa Smith points. What'd you Willow? say? Willow. There you go, Mo. All right, Willow? you got it. You self-corrected. Willa, You're good. Willa Smith. Willa. They, Willow. They, they do a Facebook show. Did Who, you know that? The mother-daughter? Do, uh, Red Talk Table? Yeah. Mm-mm. Or at least Jada Pinkett Smith does. Willow was on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they're ready to debut their new season. And guess who they have on? Who? Will Smith. Oh, there's an easy get, huh? Well, yeah, but it you was get interesting. Dad. He's right there in the... You know. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> But he, here he is, uh, and here's a little clip, a little excerpt from it, because he talks about some of the one of the toughest parts in his marriage. He was telling his daughter Willow this, you know, in front of Jada, mm-hmm. and here they are sharing for the all the world to hear and see. There was a period where mommy woke up and cried forty five days straight. I started Aww. keeping a diary. Damn. You miss some days. (laughs) It was every morning. I think that's the worst I've ever felt in our marriage. Wow. I was failing miserably. Well, there you go. How is it his fault? How is he failing? Well, because his wife is going through depression. Yeah. Well, we don't know the uh, the the cause of that or exactly what was going on. Or Mm. 
maybe not recognizing the fact that he felt he was failing because he didn't recognize the fact that she might have been going through depression if that was indeed the case. Right. Now, that's what you just Well, right. If theorized. someone wakes up that's what 45 you days in a row, right. if someone is sad enough right. to wake up 45 yeah. days in a row, if not more, mm-hmm. crying, you would think that as a partner, as a husband, you right. would suggest that maybe she gets this issue you know, goes and talks to someone, goes and get investigates what this sadness may so, be about. Therefore, I think that's now in retrospect where he feels he failed. He never suggested anything. He just kind of well. Oh, I, who I knows? Don't, I don't but, know yeah. what his right. what action he took. I, I hate to see him blaming himself for her sadness. Yeah, but maybe because may, if he felt like he could have done more to get her, you know, the help that she needed, or something. And sometimes you learn it because sometimes you you know you have to get over the mindset. And as I become, uh, I think all society is becoming more. Uh, aware of, of mental, mental health issues. illness, yes, mental yes, yes. health issues, mm-hmm. and depression and anxiety. Right. I think it, it's a lot more prevalent than than people think. I think people are conditioned to kind of uh, keep it quiet and, mm-hmm. and to themselves. And for the people who interact with those people, how to navigate that can be tricky at times. Right. So uh, I think the, the more people <clears throat> talk about it, and maybe that's what this discussion is leading to. I don't know the rest of the conversation. However, that will be featured on the debut of the Red Talk Table. Oh, wait, the blog hasn't started or the podcast, the, I mean, hasn't started. The start- new season has oh, it. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that that's coming out soon. Uh, well, speaking of relationships, here's one brought up in Jimmy Kimmel. Just did a week in Brooklyn mm. before he goes back to California, and he, he, he takes a shot at one. We are here for a week. We're here until Friday night, and then we go back to L.A. This is a limited engagement, just like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> it is funny. It's, you know. It is. It's sad. It, Aren't it, they both dealing with issues also? I mean, he just got over some kind of mental health issues or dr- well, you know, something. Again, you speak, we speak of mental health, and really. Uh, she he, just had some issues. He talks about, you know, he does suffer from mental health issues, and uh, and I I don't want to put any labels on what he suffers from. I just know he has discussed having problems in the past. I believe Ariana Grande Same has had some right. issues as well. I agree. You, know, I you wish I the best for too. both of them. I did. That was always one of those uh, odd couple relationships. Uh, my daughter was kind of infact, infatuated. In, in, past, no. Try again. No. Infatuated. 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 That's right. No C. No. Infatuated I with it. I thought it was, you know, if you would have asked me, Mama Moira, yeah. I would have said if you're Mama dating Moira. someone for four seconds, it's probably not the best option to be engaged after that. When, they when went they, out for yeah. two dates, I think, yeah. and the next thing you saw them together, they were, quote, engaged to be married. Now, I thought that was a little quick. Yeah. Again, my mother hat comes on and says to both of them, yeah. what are you doing? What's the hurry? You went out on two dates. Yeah. I'm glad you went out on two dates. I'm glad you're happy with this person. I think it might be a little premature to be engaged to be married. And then a couple months later, right. when you know, it burns it's that hot. It, mm, I'd yeah, say, yeah. I, I would be interested to know, and if people want to text Real Mobile 77031 and, and let us know how long, like, how, what's the shortest amount of time someone got engaged and then are they still together? Like, how long does, mm-hmm. is that relationship been going on yeah. or did it not? Because I, I would think maybe the longer engagement might lead to a, a longer, chances are, higher well, percentage know of a longer person. relationship. You know, my thought is, if you've never been through a Valentine's Day with them, you've yeah. never been through a birthday, perhaps, yeah, right? You at least have to do the cycle. you got to go one go year. you got to go one revolution, <laughs> I'm thinking, before you start to be engaged. What yeah. if you have a very different way of celebrating 
the, the holidays or life cycle events or family issues or whatever, at least you've had one go around the planet, you know, one around the sun. Okay, final clip of audio. This okay. is, uh, we got video that, that goes with this at realradio.fm, but this is a man who has uh, a few children and a wife with another one on the way. Uh-oh. She's actually, they're still at home. She's in labor. He is videotaping her. Stop it. But narrating it like... Um, a sporting well, event? No, more like a Mutual of Ona- Omaha's Animal Kingdom. Oh, Wild Kingdom. <laughs> Wild oh, Kingdom. No. yes. And he's doing it in an accent that uh, maybe Pinkman can appreciate. Boy, it's very dangerous to go ahead and film <laughs> them. And they're about to give birth, but... We've got one here. She's pregnant here. Got to be very careful. Got to be very careful. Oh, she spotted us. It's back up. What she's doing right now, she can't really walk all that well. She's got to lean on the couch there. Oh, she's going to go down to one knee, I think, here. Look at this. She's breathing heavily, folks. I'm on board. I would walk really slowly to the kitchen and get a pan and hit him right in the head. What's funny is... I mean, seriously, she's about to give birth. She's in pain. She's hobbling around the couch, walking around, holding on to stuff, and goes down on one knee and is cramped up and whatever, and he thinks he's a a Weisenheimer. It's funny, though, but... No, no, not if you're a woman. And it's it's a good accent, but... It is a good accent. At that point in the video, that's when she turns Does she throw something? No, she makes a move, but it's kind of quickly how abruptly... He bails. He gets be- gets with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Seriously. it was pretty funny. You want to see that video? We have that video, and we also have the uh, the racist apartment neighbor mm-hmm. uh, all posted at realradio.fm. <laughs> click on shows. Click on the Phillips file and, and catch those there. That's your audio file for today. Whew, I loved all of that. Whirlwind. Scientific study shows the world could experience a beer shortage. No. What? Hold on to your hats. They say because of global warming and climate change, we could now be experiencing the world is running out of beer, Pinkman. No. Yes. They I'm say start hoarding hops. There's a decrease <laughs> in barley. They can't grow oh, enough barley. Can't. And there yeah, you go. Barley's gross. Decrease in beer. We're running out of beer, and it's all because of global warming. And cow backfires or something. Na- now we'll do something about See, the environment. See, now people will get interested. <laughs> That's it. And it I has think, to hit them close to home. If I, that's you're it. right because yeah. the whole just right. saving the world is too big. Mm-mm. You have to focus on how it affects you. In Ireland, it could go up. Price of beer three hundred thirty eight percent. Uh, anyway, more about that as the file continues. My name is Moira. Jack Pinky and I are here. Jim will be back tomorrow. Feeling a little bit under the weather. We hope that he is on the mend. And we would, you know, we have a we have a busy day on the program today. We're glad you're with us. This is the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Oh, that lovely ticker tape means that it is news time with Big Daddy. Thank you, Mo. There's now a dating app catered towards supporters of President Donald Trump. It's called Donald Daters and it aims to make America date again. That's their actual tagline. I can't make this funnier than it is. Next, two parking attendants started stealing from parking meters to fund their constant vacations. You'd think authorities would have been tipped off when they paid for everything in quarters. Finally, by 2023 English doctors will be able to start prescribing social activities as remedies to loneliness. Start going out with your mates instead of staying home to hate. Nailed it. You're welcome England. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. 
Can't believe you don't know the phone numbers yet. Toll free, 888-978-1041. It's not like we've been doing this for 10 years. Write it down. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. This is, but I really like it. It's Toe Tapper. Who is this? Anybody have any clues? Uh, yeah, we have clues. Help me. Help You're me. the I one need... without a clue. I got no clue. It's a birthday boy. It's a birthday boy. Think Where's back that to paper? the birthdays. Oh, yeah. Mm. Not oh. the singer. Come on, Mo. Listen. Oh. It's iconic. We played this band a hundred times already. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Correct. There Good it is. for you. And, and whose birthday is it? That that guy from the Chili Peppers. And his name is? Yeah. Mm, uh, no. He might have a circus, oh, a type of circus. Flea, 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 there you flea, go, flea. 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 I knew that. Bass players for the oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes. Uh, Moira, out of the audio file, we were talking about how long people are engaged before they get married. We're talking about, of course, Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson. Where, went on they two were dates, together five got seconds. engaged, right. and then exactly. uh, broke up. But people texting Real Mobile 77031. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, when you text us, standard data and message rates apply. Real Mobile text service powered by Sutherland Nissan, OrlandoNissan.com, home of the lifetime warranty. So I cannot believe how many people texted the length of their engagements and how long they've been, you know, uh, uh, t- together and married. Yes. Uh, just isolating just a few. This one says uh, they met their wife. This guy met his wife on Mother's Day weekend. They May. got married July 11th. So that's about a month later. Six, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. not even. Married for mm-hmm. 26 years. No way. How about that? Nice. This one says their grandparents went on one date. It was a. Uh, he was about to go to war. Oh, he asked her to marry him the next day. Mm. They've been together for sixty-eight years. Oh, God bless them. How about that? And then finally, this person wrote, "I got engaged to a hooker one night. We Stop fell it. in love. Uh, it lasted one night, but it was a glorious night." Isn't that from The Hangover? I don't know. I thought that was from like Pretty Woman or something. And there, then, <laughs> then there was about thirty or forty texts invoking the name of Russ Rollins, but I'm not gonna. Uh, All right, uh, let's not go down <laughs> that road. Thank you. Nope. Okay. Yep. A man with experience. He's been married in a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's true. Hey, sometimes it takes, uh, you know, five times to get it right. Now stop. And the important thing is you keep trying until you get it right. He believes in love. I think that's lovely. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Good Just for Just saying, Pinkman. What? Take hey, a lesson. You're saying I don't believe in love? What I don't know. Trying? I don't know. Pinkman's getting married. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. But you knew her for more than five minutes. Yeah, at least 10 minutes. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, well, how long were you engaged uh, to your engaged? second husband? Oh, uh, let's see. I will have no, I know, I knew him for three or four years before we got married. So, okay. Yeah, I think there was, yeah. I met wow, him. I met him flying in, by. I met him in 2000. We got married in 14. So, yeah, we're coming up on our fifth anniversary. What? What are you making oh, that weird face? No, 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 that doesn't add up. What? Yeah, coming January, we'll have met him nine you years. You met him in 2000? 
I, no, 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 2010. Sorry. Oh, I knew okay. Yeah, I knew wow. it. Wait, I knew it. I knew it. No, I knew it had a zero on it. <laughs> no, no, close sorry. Enough. sorry. That does not compute. That did not compute. 2010. <laughs> I met him in 2010. I, yeah. yeah, I knew it had a zero at yeah. the end. Yeah. Met him in 2010. Right a lot after. of that best of stuff must raise some eyebrows. Nah, no, 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 no. No, sorry. You're right. My math is always a little shaky. You know that. Uh, I, you know what else is starting to get me a little bit insane? The membrane. The Besides politics? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let's talk about something that we all have to do, which is go to a doctor. Okay. Never been. And when you go for a physical or God forbid, you know, something's hurting and you go to a specialist, right? You have a, you know, you have to go to a dermatologist, get something taken out. You need to have, you know, get some kind of little procedure done in the office. If your knee hurts, you got to get, you know, go to a specialist, an orthopedic guy. It could be a dentist. Doesn't matter. I now have been made aware that making an appointment doesn't get any service. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, you go for an office visit. Yeah. But they don't solve your problem. You must come back for them to solve your problem. So they make you come twice to the office. Yes. I think in an effort to get, I, I, I mean, I can't think of any other reason to go twice. Another copay. A, or, to get another yeah. office visit. Right? Yes. Correct. And that seems a little bit squirrely to me. And yeah, I, it's I, like, come back for results. That's another one. That's, yeah. I don't understand that. Can we that. do it in an email? Okay, <laughs> seriously. I don't, you go in for your blood work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or I go to another place for my blood work prior to my appointment so that when I go for appointment number one, he can analyze my blood work. It's already in and the, the results are in his hand, in, in my file, right? So, but if you go for your physical... And they take your blood. Then they make you come back a second time for the results of that. If you go in and your finger hurts and you need to have a shot or your knee is hurting, okay, let's say, uh, they won't do anything about it till you come back. And that to me, it seems like a racket. And, you know, I'm probably cutting off my nose to spite my face. Now, I won't be able to get my nose fixed, mind you. but Yeah, yeah, not without four visits. Right. (laughs) I don't know this whole thing of... Come in and chat about it, your pain. We won't do anything about your pain or your malady or your, you know, the issue. But you must come back for an office visit. And it makes me cuckoo. Well, there may be a time where they are not prepared until they know exactly what the problem is, prepared to treat that problem. Mm. You know, it's like. If I call and say I have knee pain. Yeah. uh, I don't need him to look at me. No, they'll check your knee and you move it around and they put the hand on it. Then they squeeze your thigh real fast and you go, ah! And then then they'd be like, (laughs) ah, just kidding. That's that horse-eating corn thing. Uh, I'm a funny doctor. Yeah. So, you know, you go in for problem A and they sort of just give you the the, the stink eye. Uh And then you have to come back for same problem A. I don't know. It makes me a little cuckoo. My husband has just been through this. And now has to go to appointment number two for the same problem, appointment number one for another problem, appointment number two for the same problem. It's like, okay, how many appointments can you possibly get out of one person? I don't understand this whole process now. And I got a letter over the weekend that my primary care guy is uh, closing his practice. So now I got no doctor. Thanks, Obama. After 20 (laughs) years, he's going to the Keys. Oh, oh, so he's improving his situation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, oh. God bless him. He's a yeah, great doctor. It's not doctor. like you're being, no. being, I'm tired of you. 
He's not saying I'm tired. He's of like, I'm he tired said, of it all. <laughs> I got a great offer for a great man. He's still working. Yeah. But he's going to work after all 30 years or something. Uh-huh. He's going to key. Oh, something. hell, I'll do that. Yeah. And open Same. up a new practice. Sounds like a great doctor. Can, he's a great doctor. You recommend him? Do- I do. Can I have his number? I, no, because he's leaving. <laughs> you got to drive six you hours gotta, to get there. <laughs> You gotta Six. go to the keys. <laughs> Good <But> luck. <laughs> I don't even know how to find a doctor. An and I airplane. think when I quiz them, you know, if I were to to sort of interview them to see if that's a good fit for me, I'm gonna ask them about this whole office visit kind of racket. But I guess they wouldn't think kindly of me then, and they yeah. probably wouldn't let me. I don't know. I'm just a little bit crazy. Somebody explain that. They whole... have to investigate before the diagnosis, Mo. It's how it works. You don't want them tinkering with stuff until they know. Mm-hmm. We gotta go. I know. All right, somebody will help me uh, explain this. And cut. we're going to talk to Detective Barb. Find out about Kicks for Guns. Two hours left to turn in your gun. There are, I think, 10 locations still open across Central Florida. We'll talk about Kicks for Guns as the file continues on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. You better stop The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Today, the 20th anniversary of a fantastic program cooked up by Russ Rollins and the Monsters. Years ago, law enforcement bought into this, and it has become a great um, way to take guns off the street. It's called Kicks for Guns. And joining us now is the executive director of Crime Line, uh, Detective Barb on the line. Barb, at last report at 3 o'clock, we were just under, well, actually, 290. Uh, do we have a total now? How many guns have we gotten so far? We are over 350. Whoa. No kidding. 350. Yeah. Oh, boy. People are going crazy all of a sudden this afternoon. That's excellent. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so all, we and, want all the people that are getting off work to bring our guns on down. we got plenty of gift cards. Um, tell me the weirdest thing we got today. Um, I think it really is that gun that you has been out there for 20 years stolen you know, you just that's so crazy to me um having worked some cases with guns like that it's just amazing right they can go from hand to hand and i, I don't know and you wish you had a little a little trail on it so you can see where that gun went for 20 years that's right what what do people say when they hand it in do they ever tell you a story about how they ended up with such a weapon you know um no, especially especially something like that, not typically. Every now and then we get some people who come in and say, you know, my life's changed. Um, I, uh, a friend of mine gave this to me when her husband died, so I just wanted to turn it in. We've had grandmothers come in. This happened not last year, year before, but interesting. A grandmother came in and she didn't have a gun, and she just kind of walked in and said, I just want to make sure this is really anonymous. And we, you know, we confirmed with her, and I walked her back out, and I said, really, you know, crime line's involved in this. We wouldn't be if it weren't anonymous. And she came back about 10 minutes later with a solder shotgun 9mm and said there were two guns that she had found in her grandson's um, bedroom, and she was raising him at this point. And so that story alone, you know, over these years, those kind of stories are the reason that this event continues. That's right. And hundreds and hundreds of guns every year taken off the street. What do you do with them now that you have uh, 350? You'll probably have, you know, closer to 400 by the time this is all wrapped up at 7. Christmas, yeah, hopefully Christmas that's gifts. what will be. Um, <laughs> all these, the, the guns that are stolen will be um, retained and returned back to the rightful owners if they can legally have it. And all the rest of those guns get melted down and destroyed. 
Oh, okay. And how? Hey, you, what's that like? Where, where does, does that, that happen, yeah. Barb? Mm-hmm. Is it, I mean, the send out to that? Does Orlando have their own, you know, place? They, they do it in someone's backyard. How does that happen? Oh, in someone's backyard. Why They're not? not doing it in no. your backyard. What's wrong? You with know you? what, Jack? I'm gonna find that story out for you right now, and I'm gonna get that for you. So at the end of the day, I will know exactly how they. I think they get melted down up in Jacksonville somewhere. Yeah. But I'll find out for you. And I'll get you the whole story of how a gun is going to get destroyed. That is kind of interesting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And how many of the locations are open as we speak? So we had 12, and I think we have three or four of them are shut down. Two of the Orange County locations will shut down early. OPD, Orlando PD, shuts down at 6. Ocoee is shut down. Winter Park is shut down. But the rest of them have gift cards, and they're ready to take your stuff. So there may be, what, seven or eight open still? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and, and if anyone has a question on which ones are open or where they are, it's online at kicks4guns.com. That's kicks, F-O-R, guns.com. And a huge thanks to McDonald's, Beambo Bakeries, and Firehouse Subs because they help provide food and uh, a constant support year after year for all the uh, law enforcement personnel and volunteers helping to put this event on now in its 20th year. When did uh, when did you, with Crimeline... Um, start helping out with this uh, event. I know at the beginning it was the monsters and Savannah was giving sneakers to everybody and it was sort of less a, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It was it was way different at the very beginning, but how many years into it did Crimeline start taking a piece of it? Um, so I was still in law enforcement. I was still sworn with OPD. It's probably 12 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I learned quickly. I am not going to be taking stinky shoes off of people in the middle of a parking lot and giving them shoes to try on that just wasn't for me so uh-huh. I'm like we need to rethink this whole process 100 percent genius move that. detective bar uh-huh. because really i remember it was the trouble you had to get the shoes you had to store the shoes you had to have all these different sizes of shoes and it's so much easier to hand someone a gift card and uh bravo on that yeah change. that was a brilliant switch over yeah. i don't know how many years in they decided to do that yeah but, well, and uh, yeah. so listen, Russ talked about this this morning. Think about what we were doing. We were inviting citizens into a, a, a secured area where we had all kinds of guns, and they were bringing their kids, and it became playtime. Well, that was a little silly, too. So now it's drive-through. You're in and out. You go. You get your gift card. Go buy your own shoes. That's right. And, also, and I believe awesome. when Russ tells a story, it was 20 years ago, a story how a, a kid was robbed for his shoes at gunpoint. And so was, and, and that's how we came up with swapping shoes for guns and, and and kicks. And so the name sticks, although now it's gift cards and still doing good for the community because if one of those guns, you know, prevents, you know, a, a crime or, or worse, someone getting hurt, then our job is done. Is this um, a role model for other programs around the country? Do you know if any other cities have grabbed onto this one? Oh, it is. I It never fails. Every year that we do an event like this, um, I'll get some calls next week from some, some of our fellow Crime Stopper programs or law enforcement and, and faith-based um, churches and stuff like to engage in this. And they'll call and they'll say, hey, can you give us the protocols, how you get this set up, what do you do? Um, and then they're rocking and rolling with it. So it is. Um, there are a lot of places across our country doing this. Okay, proud of you. I know you're working hard and you have a lot of volunteers and hats off to them as well. But we will uh, probably check back with you one more time before we go off the air. Hopefully we'll touch base and find out. Uh, we'll get a final total, you know, later today or to- or tonight. If you can, you know, sure. if, you know, if you're not too far into that first bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Jack, it's bourbon, honey. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. On Kicks for Guns Day, it's bourbon. <laughs> she goes right for the hard stuff. All right, Barb, thanks again. Thanks, Detective what? Barb. All right, from Crime Line, she is, uh, you know, she has taken this and, and run with it. Nice. Uh, has made it so, it's an impressive thing. She's not only a role model for with Kicks for Guns, where people will call into Crime Line, but this Crime Line um, organization that we have here is a role model for so many other crime lines around the country uh-huh. because of the way that they have put this thing together and the way they operate and the tip line and the bullying line and all of the things that they have as part of the uh, crime line organization. It's it's pretty impressive. And a lot of that is due and to Detective Barb. Yes, without a doubt. And yeah. keeping it anonymous is the key well, to making to it work. So, you know, between the yeah. uh, amnesty day and no questions asked to the anonymity of people who call in tips to crime line, that's right. what makes the program successful, Correct. and that's what's uh, it's grown to where it is. And by the way, they have a great Crime Line app, that P3 app. Where you can have your student. There's an app for students, another one uh, for parents as well. If you want to report something, kids can do it, whether it's bullying or suspicious My activity My friend's son was school. bullied. That We yeah. suggested nothing but put on that app on your phone. Yeah. Every kid has a phone now, You know, whether it's middle school or high school. If you're getting bullied in the locker room or you're getting bullied at school in the hallway, this is how you do it. You don't want to be the rat fink, that guy. Yes, you do. You want to put that app on your phone and just click, click, click. They will come and make sure this is not happening to your student. Um, and you will never be connected to it. Yeah, so. it's, it's P3, and then the one that focuses on school is P3 Campus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Uh, so, yeah, Kicks for Guns has ju- – I mean, they had a huge boost. You know, they had 20% more in just a couple of hours. So this will be running until 7 p.m. There are probably seven or eight locations still open. The way you know the closest one for you at the moment uh, for locations and more info, whatever, kicksforguns.com. And they will have all of the current open facilities that are still going till seven. A lot of times as they run out of gift cards, they close down, they consolidate, they point you to another location. But please make it your, you know, your business to uh, as you're getting home from work or whatever, go to the closest location, get rid of that unwanted firearm. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful program. And we're so impressed that the monsters thought of it, started it and made it so impressively big. And it's one of those, it's, what is it, the butterfly effect? You don't realize the effect that something has, you know, down the road, especially if it doesn't occur, because you, you can't prove the negative. However, if if there are guns, sawed-off shotguns are meant for illegal activities. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only reason to have it, because they're illegal to have. Or right. if there are this many guns that people don't want and are willing to swap for a a, a gift card, why not remove them? From circulation, mm-hmm. you know, you can still legally buy your guns. I've been, you know, uh, You're happily, a firearm owner, right? happily supporting kicks for guns for twenty years. I have never felt that. Oh my god, I have to turn my gun in. No, you know? no, and they're not <laughs> like, asking you for that, and they're not. So, so it's I mean, not part it of it gets, at all. You know, sometimes people like to, uh, you know, to jab at it and and, and, and kind of say, "Hey, what's going on here?" Uh, and mm. I know there was a reporter uh, tweeting out earlier today. Uh, saying, hey, this doesn't really reduce, you know, crime rates. But w- if that one gun prevents, you know, one, one person, shooting, one murder, one, shooting, one something, of course. Isn't it all, you know, a, a it positive? It seems and, to as, be worth And it. any of these uh, uh, officers involved with these agencies, they are thrilled to have this many unwanted guns out of circulation because mm-hmm. if it's a gun that's not wanted and it's still available, what's going to happen to that gun? Correct. Def Leppard and Stevie Nicks. Currently leading the annual vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2019. Okay. I didn't know we could vote. 
Uh, the list of nominees was revealed last week, including Janet Jackson, Radiohead, Raids Against the Machine, LL Cool J, others as well. But this is the very first time Def Leppard and Stevie Nicks have been nominated. You have to have had your first hit 25 years ago or, or more, right? 25 is the earliest. Does Lindsey Buckingham get to be part of that? I don't think so. No, it's her alone. Oh, duh. I don't think it's Fleetwood My Mac. Bad, bro. I think they're already in. Uh, I think this is just uh, Stevie Nicks with the white flowy. She's the one with the white flowy outfits. Yeah, with the yes. scarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. pretend like you don't know Stevie Nicks, Mo. She's the one that says, Thunder only happens when it's waning. Even at your advanced age, you no. know who Stevie Nicks is. She's got is. a speech impediment. Thunder only happens when it's waning. I know she does. I'm just She's saying. She's richer than us. Uh, uh, no no question about uh, us combined. Yeah, many yes, times over. Witcher. Yeah, she's witcher than us combined. Um, I swear that that every time I hear that song now, I cannot I cannot listen to it. It makes me cuckoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also have. You a, also have to be the one to play closest to the pin. Ah, oh, that's true. And grandparents' ashes baked into school cookies. What? I got a story <laughs> for you. This okay. is the Phillips File, Real Radio, one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin, 407-916-1041. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips is me. I'm going to be playing this round, right? Playing the part of oh, Jim there. Phillips. Here's Scott Maxwell. No, no, no. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be playing. I guess I have to welcome, let's see, who's the closest to Rob. the Rob. Rob. He's on line five. Okay, Rob, it's you versus me. I'm going to go to the uh, soundproof booth, and uh, you answer the questions, and... Pinkman, what is the fabulous prize that Rob can win? Oh, boy, it's a pair of weekend passes to Spooky Empire. October 26th through the 28th (laughs) at Caribe Royale Orlando. That is considered the dark side of Comic-Con, rock and roll, horror, Halloween, and tattoo convention. And both Mulder and Scully from the X-Files will be there. And as such, I bet you can expect to see Fritz there as well. More info at SpookyEmpire.com. Uh, very cool prize. Much coveted prize. We have a bunch of great prizes today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get Rob on board. Hello, Rob. Ready to play? I am ready. Cate- uh, <laughs> a category from Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, called Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's Man. Okay, as always... It's all about Patty, the frequent caller. <laughs> You're not Patty, but we have a Patty category as well. It's facts category. and figures about Patties. Are you ready to go, Rob? Sure. Here we go in three, two, one. Patty Duke got a kickstart in The Miracle Worker, had her own TV show, and was in Valley of the Dolls, nominated for 10 Emmys. How many did she win? Six. Patty Jenkins famously directed Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman, but did she know she also directed Charlize Theron in Monster? What year was the latter released? 
2001. Patty Hearst was beaten and lost consciousness during her abduction by the Symbionese Liberation Army. What year was that? 1984. Patty Smith, who was the front woman of the band Scandal and is married to John McEnroe, her band reached number 17 on the Billboard charts in the strength of the lead single The Warrior in this year. Uh, 1990. Patty Schialfa has been a member of the E Street Band since 1984 and inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014. In between, she married Bruce Springsteen. What year was that? 1980 or 1992. Time. Good job, Rob. Put you on hold. Bring Moira back in. Wave Going her in. Gotta save this category for Patty. I know, right? Thanks, Brad. <laughs> Brad didn't know Jim was out today. Yeah, well, Brad, Brad is uh, he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. I'm trying did he to write be this nice category. He, Brad did write this category. Mm. Mo, welcome back to the game. I'm here. Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's Man by Brad. Inspired by Patty, the frequent caller. Yes. Uh, it's famous uh, facts and figures about patties. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Patties. I guess. All right. I, I, I have Rob's time. I'm going to record more. So I'm Pickman. You have been writing down the answers, right? Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, All right, let reset the clock, up. begin the second round, and hope for the best. You ready to go, Mo? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. In three, two, one. Patty Duke got a kickstart in The Miracle Worker, had her own TV show, and was in Valley of the Dolls. Nominated for 10 Emmys. How many did she win? Mm, three. Patty Jenkins famously directed Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman, but did she know that she also directed Charlie's Theron in Monster? What year was the latter released? Oh, five. Patty oh. Hearst was beaten and lost consciousness during her abduction by the Symbionese Liberation <laughs> Army. Mm-hmm. What year was that? 1980. Patty Smith, who was the front woman of the band Scandal and is married to John McEnroe, her band reached number 17 in the Billboard charts on the strength of the lead single, The Warrior, in this year. Um, 1982. Patty Scialfa has been a member of the E Street Band since 1984 and inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014. In between, she married Bruce Springsteen. What year was that? Um, um... 2000. You're being timed, Devon. I know. I forgot. Okay. Well, <laughs> I recorded your time. Is it? I don't know if it's Patty Smith or Smythe. I think it's Smythe. Is it Smythe? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I'm, I was going with Smith for both of you. Oh, that's fine. And actually, I had Symbionese without a problem for your... Nailed it. Rob. <laughs> it was fine. For Mo. I knew what you meant. It was fine. Symbionese Liberation Army. Okay. The SLA. All right. Uh, so, thanks to Brad for the category. Mo, you're playing against thanks, Rob. It's for Spooky Empire tickets, so it's a, one of those prizes that people Blah. just really dig winning. Mm-hmm. Patty Duke, you remember her? I do. Ten nem- Emmy, om- n- Emmy nominations. Nemi How many nomination. did you win? I don't know. How many? <sighs> it's one Rob. of those days. You have a lazy tongue today. No, I don't right. mind that. It's when you guys, you know, choose, all right, fine, you want to focus on it, go ahead. <laughs> Do that. I'm going to clean my glasses. Well, Rob said six and Mo said three. Screw you. How many? Oh, let's see. Oh, three. Uh Uh-uh. Double points for Mo. Oh, good. I don't think I got any of the others right, so that's a good start. Patty Duke actually served as president of the Screen Actors Guild from 1985 to 1988. 
Ooh. Moira leads 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins, I know you guys didn't know who that Patty was till I told you she was the director of Wonder Woman. Points. Starring Gal Gadot. Also Correct. the director of Monster. Yeah. Starring Charlize Theron. Yeah. What year was Monster released? Monster. Mm-hmm. Rob said. 2001. Mo. 2005. The answer? 2003. Oh, they split, split it. Ha-ha. Two to ring, one. Ring. Wait, what? Three to one. Whatever. Uh, Patty Hearst. <laughs> her abduction. And what do they call that? Uh, is it Munchausen Syndrome? When, by proxy. Stockholm by syndrome. proxy. Oh, no. Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Yes. Munchausen. That's it's when, when you hurt you, the, you pretend to hurt your kid so that you get attention on yourself. Okay. You do you pretend to hurt your kid or do you hurt well, your kid? Well, you can pretend Some, your kid or. has a disease right. and you're Some like, way. "Oh, look at me, my kid has polio." Okay, that's one challenge. And then Stockholm syndrome is where is, you sympathize with your abductor. Now, are didn't they say that's what happened to Patty Hearst? They did. During her abduction by correct. the Symbionese Liberation Army. Look at you. Yeah. Points. What year for that? Rob said 1984. Oh, Mo. 1980. The answer, 1974. Mm. Mo is closer, leads 4-1. to one. Oh, come on! Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Patty Hearst was the granddaughter of media mogul William and Randolph Hearst. Rosebud. Citizen King. Right. Rosebud. Very good. Points for that. Patty Smythe, uh, married to John McEnroe, also front woman for Scandal. She is the warrior. What year did that song come out? Rob said... 1990. Mo. 1982. 1984. Mo is oh, closer. Rats. Sorry, Rob. Things are not going oh, your boy. way. Let's see what you can do with the wedding of Bruce Springsteen yeah, I didn't understand. and uh, his second wife, Patty Skialfa. What year were they married? Rob said. 1992. Mo. 2000. Off by one year. 1991. Yay, Rob. Rob gets the point. Not Mo enough. wins the game. Okay, so the backup player gets the prize. Yep. Thanks, Rob, for playing. And thanks, everybody, for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest hey, to the pin. Hey, wait, is there pin. no one on this planet to even challenge me? Pin. Pin. Grandmother's ashes baked into chocolate chip cookies that and taken to school for giving out. Oh, man, Goodness. that's creepy. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Sorry, I know it's the dinner hour, but that story when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. Time for the news here. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Mo. A sex doll company makes dolls of dead partners for comfort. This is all well and good until your friends come over and see your quote wife sitting on the couch. (laughs) Hello, nightmares. Next, a man Iowa has been charged with second-degree criminal mischief after he ate a Tide Pod and started smashing hospital equipment. Wow. It's official. You millennials have gone too far. Finally, a woman in California is being accused of stealing $1,000 from Coinstar machines. How the hell did she get that money? Those things are built like miniature Fort Knox. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see a man narrate his wife's labor at realradio.fm. And transmission. From the... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 I went to the moped store with shoppers. The salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about mopeds. He said, I got the one for you. Follow me. Ooh. It's too real. Calm down, me. I don't need a windshield. 
banana seat, I can't be on two wheels. 800 cash, that's a hell of a deal. I'm headed downtown, cruising through the alley, tiptoeing in the street like ballet. Pulled up, moped to the ballet, white walls on the wheels like mayonnaise. Dope, my crew is ill, and all we need is two good wheels. Got cash in the tank, cash in the bank, and a bad little mama with dirt on my face. This is the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. My name is Moira. Jim's feeling a little under the weather, but not to despair. He'll be back tomorrow. Jack and Pinky are here. We're holding down the fort on three wheels, but we're hanging tough uh, today. There's about an hour and 20 minutes left for the 20th anniversary inaugural episode of um, Kicks for Guns. The 20th episode of that um, started by Russ Rollins and the Monsters. Now uh, law enforcement from across Central Florida have glommed onto this thing and... Um, at last, well, really, it was the only way to make it effective and to of grow course. it. Yeah, that was because fantastic. what would we do? You know, we don't want people bringing guns to the radio station, and then what do we do with all the guns? Well, I don't Correct. have my own smelter. Uh, no, we don't even know where they smelt. You I know, guess Jacksonville. They Usually smelt. up north. Well, you know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's right. It, it smells like they smelt in Jacksonville. It does. Yeah, I don't does. know exactly, but yeah, smelt city. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. So, isn't uh, that something like on a Denny's menu? You know, the, the grand smelt. No. No, <laughs> that is not right. That smelt uh, over my hammy. You know what else is gross? <laughs> patty smelt. Is some some kid brought cookies to school. Okay. Not, not gross, right? Yes. They didn't, I don't know if they did the, the slice and bake ones from, you know, after the log. Nothing wrong with that. I, I like them. Okay, all good. But apparently, the kid put a disturbing extra ingredient in the cookies that he brought to school. Or she. I don't know if it's a stupid... Weed. No, not Ex- weed. Ex-lax. It's from, it's from California, <laughs> so I understand why you would think weed, oh, okay, but no. Ex-lax? No. Mm-mm. No, not ex-lax. No. Um, nope. Dog pee. They put their grandparents' ashes in there. Whoa. Yes, their yeah. cremated grandparent. It's got the flavor of grandma in there. And yeah, the kid goes to a, a some kind of charter academy in, in a city called Davis, California, Brought sugar cookies to school that allegedly contained the ashes of one of the students' grandparents. Allegedly. Okay, how do they know this? The kid. I guess the kid said that the treats were distributed to nearly a dozen unknowing students. uh, And that's what the student is reporting, that I put a special ingredient in there and it's Grandma Mimi. So we don't know. The kid could be lying. I guess. I think they're doing a scientific, well... I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Scientific uh, test on the on whatever cookies are left over. Uh, Can they, you tell human remains based on ashes? I think so. Really? Sure. It, on TV, if you watch CSI enough, they're able to determine. Some th- th- well, that's because stuff. there's usually bones. Yeah, in, fake in forensics. Too. Yeah, fake forensics. Sad. Well, but just ash is ash. I don't know. Can they determine what that ash was once before it was incinerated? Before it was a cookie? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the answer to that, but when I heard about that, you know, parents all all the time bake stuff. Students say, I'll do it, I'll bake, and they put grandma's ashes or grandpa's ashes in there, and that made Mm -hmm. me kind of... Ghost cookies. That's gross. Uh, You know what else is coming back to the theater? Everything old is new again. Oh, oh, Shrek. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Godfather. No, it's a cartoon, though. Um, Pinkman was closer with Shrek, but not right. Ooh, it's Shrek an old timey. No, uh-uh. Simpsons. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Uh, no, you're getting close though. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Courageous a, Cat and Minute Mouse. Oh, even closer. Thing? Underdog. No. Wait, is it a Disney a thing? Dog in it. No, it's a Warner Brothers thing. Dog. All dogs go to heaven. No. Damn oh it. no, Huckleberry Hound. No. There's a dog in it. A cartoon dog. Scooby Doo. 
Droopy dog. No, there's not a dog. It's really a cat and a mouse. Oh, you shut up. Tom and Jerry. Sorry, <laughs> Tom and Jerry is right. I thought... You said there was a dog. No, sorry, I meant, I meant well, a cat. In many Tom and Jerry episodes, there, there was, was a dog. Big bulldog. Yeah. You know, he was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're actually making a live action film about the cat and mouse that will be out next year. Live action? Yeah. I don't know about yeah, that. Jerry O'Connell will be in it. I don't know, but they're also making movies about, they're also working, you know, it's it's back in production on Wiley e. Coyote, Scooby-Doo, and the Jetsons. All live action? Yeah. And they're also making a sequel to Space Jam with Michael Jordan, wasn't he? No, they keep saying that. They've been yeah. saying that for like five Just years. with LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. I we'll, believe I'll believe it when I, I see it. But I do know that Tom and Jerry are headed back to the big screen. Warner Brothers said it, they've already got a, you know, it says out next year, meaning in 2019. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah, yeah. about that, well, Warner Bros. Uh, stop it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Oh, and the music of Smash Mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah, yeah. I'm Speaking a rock star. I'm a rain. Yeah, thank uh, you. Paid. Yeah, Full that circle. song, right? They're making a new Broadway musical based on the music of Smash Mouth. Interestingly, it's only built on that all-star song. That's it. They sing it over and over and over and over. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Get played. I, they actually will have it performed as a solo, as a duet, and chorus number reimagined every time one song, Smash Mouth. I'd go see it. You would? Yeah. You, you like that 1999, that hit? How do you not like that song? It's a, it's a toe tapper. It's the opening song to Shrek, one of the greatest American cinematic <laughs> achievements. <laughs> okay. Thank you very the much. The name of the Broadway production will be All Star. Oh, uh, surprising. Clever, right? Colon, the best Broadway musical. There will be dream sequences, TV screens, and interpretive Ooh, dance dream ghosts. dream sequences. And interpretive dance ghosts. I don't know what that I'm means. I'm on board with all of I that. I thought you would be. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you started listing for me other songs. Oh, they're going to use this. Oh, they're going to use that. No. They're using one song from Smash Mouth and one song only. And that's it. Uh, let's see. Right. They're still trying to find the remains. Um, Grandma, she's in the cookies. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what they're cooking up at the embassy, but they have not found Mr. Khashoggi yet. I don't know where his remains are, if they have incinerated him or just cut him up with a, b- a bandsaw or whatever they called it. A bone saw. Bone saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bone yeah. That. Saw. Bone saw. Uh, he disappeared. The quote was, he went in, but he didn't come out. Now, he's either in there still, alive and kicking in the closet. And we know he's not. How do we know? We know. How do we know? Uh, because there is audio and video evidence and uh, several sources that say he was interrogated, tortured, and killed. Mm. There was a cleaning crew, a forensic crew, and then a cleaning crew after that. And then when the Turkish authorities get in, said there is evidence that someone was killed here. Where's the audio? Where's the video? Hey, you know, Have the U.S. officials seen the audio or video? And why no. will no one take responsibility are, for this? Do you not trust our Turkish no, I don't. Uh, allies? I don't. Wait, are they allies? Or the Saudi mm-hmm. allies or mm-hmm. any of that. Yeah. Uh, the president of the United States said he spoke to them. They denied it. So, of course, he believes them. Uh, he spoke to the king, uh, Salman, and he also spoke to Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince. Uh, both of those guys said, no, we didn't do it. We didn't know anything about it. Uh... I just can tell you that I don't believe them. Uh, so somebody did it. There was an orchestrated, organized uh, hit squad that came in there, 10 or 12 guys, maybe more, with a bone saw. They How are, do you know they had a bone saw, Mo? Because it was in the news. 
Oh, that makes it true? Fake yeah, news. liberal news media. Yeah. No, all news media. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Not just liberal news media. All news media. Wake me when it's on Fox, then I'll believe it. Mm-hmm. It's on Fox. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so now, what kind cool. of sanctions or punishment should be meted out to Saudi Arabia? Uh, the president says, I don't know, we sell them a lot of weapons. So I guess he's saying that... <laughs> we, we like this business. Well, there's a journalist and there's some dollars associated with him. So his life and then the dollars. And they're on a scale, basically. So do we weigh his life more than the dollars or are the dollars more than his life? Do we actually say, oh, but they said they didn't do it. So let's just Could move have been rogue killers. What if it's... That's not a thing. What mm-hmm. if it, it could be a thing. What if it was it's not. Turkey... Making it, wanting to make it look like it was yes. Saudi Arabia. So then they Where's investigate it. The like, video. Oh, exactly. Where's the video? They Where's said the they video? had it, huh? Where's the video? Yeah. I don't see any yeah, video. Yeah, bro. I don't think they would send it to Moira. They would right. not. Moira at ruralradio.fm. If you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to see any gross video of somebody being dismembered. But thank you for offering. Uh, yeah, there are lots of things. I don't things. have it. You don't? Are you but sure? But if anyone does, News Junkie probably does. That's true. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> the, <Good point. laughs> the reboot reboot of Roseanne uh-huh. uh, is on ABC. Um, you know, it was on. The it, Connors. It, the Connors. They're not yeah. calling it Roseanne. Dan. They took her off after some racist tweets. Uh, it was on for a couple of episodes, mm. and then she opened up her big yap, and then they took her off of it, and then they let the rest of the cast go on with Did a, you watch any of it before? I saw excerpts. I didn't see it. Okay. I mean, yes, when it was on the first time? No, the second, the reboot. I watched one episode. The first reboot? How was it? I laughed at a couple times. Oh. Yeah. Were you funny. Were you comfortable because those were people that made you feel like, oh, that's a good stroll down memory lane? I no, mean, I, in other I, words, no, you felt comfortable I, with the I characters? Thought, and... I thought they found comedy in the current political climate where... She was pro-Trump, and you know her sister, her was, sister not, was not. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She was with her. So, but I, I thought they were they navigated some, you know, comedy in 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 that, which is you know the way it ought to be. I also think it was fair and balanced. I thought a lot of families have this. You know, a lot of families have. <laughs> You know, dinners with or family. They can't talk about these things. Yes, because the families are divided. You know, um, and after the very uh, troubling year of, of 2016, where people were so separated um, and in their camps, uh, I thought it was a, a good idea. Um, but unfortunately, she went off the rail and they you know, booted her out after comparing a former Obama uh, era um, employee. Era. Right? She had a bad day. She definitely did. It was the ambient. She she blamed it on a lot of things, uh, never really saying I you know I did it, um, but she blamed it on medication and and whatnot. She also uh, was. Well, sub- she claimed she thought that Valerie Jared was white. Oh yeah, whatever. I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you would, but okay. Um, um I mean, she's a, a light skinned black woman, but she doesn't look white. I don't uh, know. I've been confused sometimes with white people, black people. Yeah, white people are confusing. No, there's a basketball player that I thought was white. And, For a long time, and you yeah, finally realize he's African-American? Yes. Or biracial or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget his name. Edo Turkoglu. No. <laughs> no. No, no. Edo Turkoglu is a good player for the Magic. Oh, I is he? He, he oh. was. He and used to Turkish. be. Yeah. Oh, Turkish. Look yes. out. Turkish. Well, oh, you leave Hito out of this. I thought it was Erdogan. Is Who? he Turkish? 
Isn't he the president? Yeah, but he never played for the Magic. Oh, yeah. see, there's that. Speaking of which, Magic uh, season opener tomorrow what? at the Amway. Yeah, bro. Also, also Orlando City yeah, playing tomorrow you. night two blocks away. <sighs> yeah, bro. Oh, My that... wife just uh, was asked to sing the national anthem. She better get down there now. <laughs> <laughs> for tomorrow. Nice. Right. Sound checks at <laughs> five, but correct. honey, leave now. Okay, pack Le- up. Leave my dinner yeah, on the pack stove. Pack up, leave some breadcrumbs, you know, toward the refrigerator so Jack can find his way into the kitchen. So three games then, left for Orlando City's season that kind of took a, you know, a, a, dive, a slide a back dump. in April. Yeah. Um, it was terrible. They're hosting um, Seattle. They ha- uh, what did you say? Night. What did you say yesterday? An interesting fact. Last toy. time they scored a goal was yeah. in early September. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, there are two home games in a row. One is Wednesday, one is Sunday, right? And yeah. then that's the end of home games. I mean, blissfully, we're, we're finally done. You know, having been to 17, well, soon will be 17 home games yeah. or whatever it is. It's like, please. And then she's leading the anthem on that Sunday game. So she's doing the next two anthems. What does she's, it mean, leading it? Leading is when they have the crowd sing it. So uh, she starts it and then okay. encourages the crowd to sing along. They did that uh, in the, the game after Pulse. Um, they oh, did I that, that. Yeah. I think the first game of the season where they have her do that, but she's definitely, but tonight or tomorrow she'll be singing the whole anthem, which is what she normally does, but she's, uh, been honored to sing the anthem more times than any other singer for Orlando Is that true? City. That's a yeah. good trivia question. I love that. Oh, we'll write that down. Then. Naomi Bradshaw, Naomi Bradshaw.com. I don't want to get it wrong. Naomi Bradshaw. Wait, I know that. How do you spell it? Forget mm. it. Uh yeah, Doesn't we, matter. We, I brought multiple website addresses. So I <laughs> even if you misspell it, smart. you get there. I guess you're telling me that if we are going downtown tomorrow yes. to the game at seven, which uh-huh. I will never make at seven, we'll right? be late. I'll get there when I get there, right? Same. The best I could do. Yeah, same. Um, I'm going downtown for the game as well. Same. <laughs> oh I, yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, are we all going to go in one car? No, I live down there. I got to drive. Uh, yeah, I offered to take him, but no, well. And, Wait, why don't you I take me? I could come home with my wife. Yeah, see? You could take us all, Pinkman. Yeah. And then we'll find another way home. I don't trust that. No, no, no. What? Oh, yeah. I kind of like this, Ma- Pinkman. See? Just trust me. I'll yeah. He's going to pay for me to park in the Geico we'll garage. Pay, well, I, 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 I'll handle your parking. Well, oh, oh, oh now he'll drive. Please. Yeah, he just said, damn it. Oh. <laughs> we just... We, we got just a ride. solved his problems. We got a ride. I- I'll take care no. of your parking. Thing, Look at you. Whatever. I'll split it with. And then I can go home with my wife. Now I'll go home with my husband. Ch- sold. Thank you, Pinkman. Deal. Excellent. <laughs> oh, he's not happy about having us <laughs> in his car. Look, I have to take mom and dad downtown. <laughs> he definitely. He's pissed off now. He has to take us. Now I there. can't listen to Limp Biscuit the whole time. I don't care oh, what yes, you listen you to. No, I got the new Twenty One Pilots. It's great. By oh, the way, here we go. This is the Phillips file on Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 
a one-hour affair going on right now with the Phillips file. We'll be with you till 7. <laughs> Talking to Detective Barb within the uh, 45 minutes or so uh, to give us a last wrap-up report on uh, the 20th anniversary of Kicks for Guns. Mm. Uh, hats off to Russ Rollins and the Monsters who started this in, what, what would that put us at, uh, 1998? Yeah, Look at yeah, my yeah, math. Yeah, yeah. Look at my math right here. Look at my math. 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, now law enforcement has glommed onto this and has made it a smooth operation. Uh, Detective Barb said at last report. It would that- be 1999. No. Seriously? 99, 2000, and then 18. That's 20. Well, I subtracted 20 from 18, I and I got 98. You, did, and you got the wrong answer. Son of a Look gun. at you in your math. Dag nabbit. <laughs> okay, listen. Would you wait overnight <laughs> if you knew, would you wait outside of a donut shop, Krispy Kreme specifically, yes. for one year of donuts? Oh. Yes. No. Free Krispy Kreme donuts for one year. Guy Those are in good donuts. Fort Myers took his kids, <laughs> camped out last night. Whoever was first in line got, a, I guess, a dozen once a week. He could get free donuts for a week, at fifty-two weeks. The next fifty-two weeks, you know something? Would I you, would. What would you camp out for? If you wouldn't camp out for that, no, I, what scene, would you camp out? Spring scene tickets, um, <laughs> because I had to do that in the eighties. Uh-huh. Um, however, the donut thing. See, the thing I, you know, whenever we have donuts here, I don't bring them home because I know then it's like my wife is like, "Why are you bringing that in the house?" And then oh, we, it's too tempting. We all everyone. eat yeah, bad yeah. stuff. That and the kids and my mom and all of that stuff. Nobody needs it. Well, that's not. The but point. if I it's had a treat, if once a week I could bring in a box of donuts to work and then leave it out for other people to enjoy. Oh, you're so generous. I would make that sacrifice of one night to do that. Nice. Camp out. You get donuts for a year. Yeah. Um, here are three. And it's not Wisconsin. Mm. We're doing it in Florida. No, correct. Yeah. Uh, this was down in Fort Myers. Yeah. Kind of hot, but it's okay. He did it. It was worth it. Overnight. He loves fine. a glazed donut. Krispy Kreme, one of the best ever. Good for you. Uh, top three lies that could cost you your job when you're interviewing. Okay. You're Ooh. going for a new job. What do you think mm. the top three lies are that would lose you the job for sure? My biggest weakness is working too hard. I was no. exactly going to say that. That is not that. true. I, no, like a factual thing that you're lying about. A factual thing that you're lying about. That's a subjective thing. Okay. This is uh, a factual thing that you're lying about. Um, you're, um, okay, come on. You got your education. Your education, number yeah. one. Yeah. Applicants lie about degrees because they don't want to be counted out of the search process. So they make it up. Now, if you're in the middle, you're I call you're it on... the George O'Leary effect. Oh, why? Because he lied on his application he about did. his college experience and lost the job at Notre Dame. Ooh. He was a Notre Dame head football coach for, right. I don't know, maybe been a week or so oh. until they realized that his application wasn't or his Some resume was wasn't entirely truthful. And uh, then he got now, the boot. If you don't have a specific degree yet and you focus on the things that you do have. Um, the training that you have on, you know, talk about that stuff. Uh, okay, what else do you have to, w- w- if you lie about this and they find out you're out of your job? Okay, academic uh, degree is number one. What else? Eligibility to work in the United States. Oh, I see. The immigrant Ooh, status. Um, uh, no. Damn it. Uh, no, but it's sort of like, I don't know. I'll give it to you. I, sort of. It's your criminal record. Oh, yeah. Oh, that too. Okay. If you think a criminal background check will change how they see you, you better be careful. Do not lie about your criminal background. So if you have a criminal conviction on there, don't sugarcoat it. Don't say, I never had a problem. If they ask you, it is the second most serious lie that applicants tell. They say they're squeaky clean. They do a background check. They're not squeaky clean. They're out. 
And the final one, what, yeah. are the, what is the final thing that what lie will catch up to you and you will be booted out on your ear? Uh, it can't be health, can't be age. You can't ask those personal right, questions. Correct. If you know, I had job some, history, clo- li- well, lying about where you work, your experience. Close. Uh, if impl- if they ask you about specific certifications or licenses as a way to prove that you've got the skills necessary for the job, yeah. Don't tell them that you're certified in you know engineering. Yeah. If you're if you have no certification and no letters after your name, don't say you're a mental health counselor and are a master of social work or whatever. If you don't really have that qualification, the certificate, the license, whatever it is that they're asking. Now, if you're working toward it. Be upfront. I've, you know, I'm on my way to getting it. I'm only three, you know, a one class away from. That's one thing. But please don't say you, that's the three biggest lies that will get you fired. This is according to hiring people from HR, you know, departments or whatever. But yeah, um, let's see. There are things going on in the news. That's where I'm, I'm uh, checking. Um, the candidates for Florida senator and also for Florida governor. Yes. Suspended their campaigns uh, when the hurricane came. Right. Correct. Andrew Gillum, Ron DeSantis, they got off the campaign trail and all of that. They were supposed yeah, to have yeah, a yeah. debate tonight, I believe. It was supposed to be in Orlando, but right. I think they canceled it. They did. OK. Um, apparently, Governor Scott, who is running for Senate against Bill Nelson, Correct. the incumbent, when he said he was, this is according to Scott Maxwell, when he said he was suspending his campaign to deal with the storm, what he really meant was. He was making a political ad based on his work during the storm. So he has taken his, you know, whatever appearances he made during the storm and has turned it into a campaign ad, a political ad, which looks really skeevy to me. Um, He's using already using Hurricane Michael in a political advertisement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that could be enough of that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not a fan of that. I he think puts he the actually, storm front and center. I think he I, really no. does have a good commercial out there. I, and I don't, the the negative ads on either side, I don't trust them as far as, you know, right. uh, the information in them. And I don't try to allow them to sway my opinions. Mm-hmm. However, the, there is a Rick Scott ad that I think is an effective ad. And that's with the dad of one of the victims in the Stoneman Douglas shooting. Uh, he, he's the guy you saw at the White House uh, speaking with Trump. Yeah, I know and he who was, it is. Yeah, so, I, I think that's an effective ad. Because well, it's, is Rick Scott like in favor of gun control? Yeah, it talks about the measure that they, they helped push through in Florida and that he signed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that was... What's that, his rating with the NRA? Do we know? I think you do, and I, I'm not playing your game. No, you want you want to say know. that he has an, uh, an A plus rating? Uh, you can not, uh, not clear. I'm uh, asking. I'm asking legitimately, naively, know. and, and I'm know. not saying that the NRA wouldn't uh, support Rick Scott in a heartbeat over uh, uh, Bill Nelson. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's an effective ad, right? What makes it effective are those heartfelt stories yeah. of people who are suffering. I'm not sure that they ought to trot out hurricane victims as part of a political campaign. I find that a little bit. It does come across as a little too soon. What's the expression? Too soon is (laughs) exactly what I thought. Yeah. You know, when I thought, okay, you suspended. I thought that was admirable. Everybody suspended their campaigns for a moment just so that we could get everybody back up with power, start the recovery, start the restoration of everything that you need, the services, getting people supplied and all that. But now to use that with, you know, and he's everywhere with the Navy hat on. I did see an an anti-Rick Scott one about the Navy hat. 
I have not. Which I just yeah. saw this morning. Oh, I've seen that one. With a guy mm. saying, you know, that he he was uh, not comfortable with Rick I just Scott said, we've riding got, around back. We've got three more weeks of oh, these ads. It can't be soon enough for and me. Then, and then we're done with the ads. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm well, a little in... You know, for a little bit. I'm a little mm-hmm. insulted by... Why? This is an Andrew Gillum ad that runs when I'm trying to watch my Hulus. Yes. And it says, uh, what what exactly does the governor do? And one of the items is basically the president of our state. And I was like, mm, what do you think really. I'm 12, bro? <laughs> I know what governors do. Oh, oh, I see. You think they're talking down to you. Yes, I feel you're... talked down to, and now I'm voting for DeSantis. No, I don't believe that's, that's my true. endorsement. No, yeah. no. Uh, the question is, will any millennial vote? I hope they do. I know there We're were registered. lots of political um, uh, candidates and campaigns in the Come Out With Pride Parade over the weekend in downtown Orlando. Yeah. And it was a big deal to get people to vote um, for whatever their interests are. You have to be registered. We're past the deadline to register. However, it's one of the most effective things you can do to affect change. Um, uh, Protesting is great, getting people motivated. But what action does that lead to? It needs to be voting to vote for the change you want to see in your government, regardless of what you know a political affiliation you have, right. you make your voice heard. Vote Please November sixth. Vote, 6th, yep. vote early. Mean, whatever candidate yeah. you want to do it early. You want to do it by mail. You want to go to the local library when they start up with that. By all means, do something. The one thing but... we cannot vote on is Fritz on the street today because oh, right. uh, we failed to mention that uh, Fritz it's like also Jim. Sick. Also sick yes, today. that's right. Left early today. Suspicious, huh? It seems like collusion. And I know the last time Fritz was out when a member of the Phillips follower was out. What, you, you mean? Me. Yes. The the rest of the show we took away came points. to a vote and on, on what should happen. Yes. So, I mean, is there a suspected collusion here? There, It seems sketchy. Yes. That he decided to bail when Jim was... Jim's clearly in the lead, so he could afford to give up some points anyway. Without a doubt. And Fritz, it was after I texted Jim, I said, Fritz is out today. And then Jim said, I'm out too. No. Because they were at lunch together, probably. Oh, gosh. So... Talking about the questions and listening to him interview people do, at the dining. Do we, we want to uh, make a motion that we take action on this is? Uh, Are you waiting for me to do it collusion? because you don't want to? Yeah, because I railed against it and I think it's horribly wrong. Oh, see... All right. Well, I could be talked into either way. I just think that Jim ought to share what the is point. Jim at, what, what's his lead? 40 points? Oh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's maybe more. Yeah. So, motion to subtract 80 points from Jim's score. <laughs> Do you have a second? I'm afraid not. Oh, no, I see how we're playing this. Mm-hmm. So you're right on your what own. Do you, there, what do you want? You want some votes in the next election? What do you want? I uh, Yeah, I want you Let's to give lobby. me points. I want you to give me points out of your bucket. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> dare do that. Why would Pinkman give you points? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, we, need, we need. Okay, motion to move 80 points from Jim's score to Moe's score. No, I don't want to. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I tried to help you I don't out. approve of that. You guys are neck and neck, I think. Pinkman and Jack. Are, I think Pink, are... Pinkman took advantage of me not being here last week, and yes. he took the lead. However, Pinkman will not be here next Tuesday. No. So it all works out in the wash. As right. long as Fritz shows up. I'm going to hit him in the knee before I leave. Yep. Uh, th- don't pull a Kerrigan on me. Nice. No, I'll Kerrigan him, all right. When we come back, we will, we will, um, we will, there's, I, I have, uh, I have a story I've been sort of sitting on, waiting. Uh, we also want to mourn the passing of Dennis Hoff. Uh, from the Bunny Ranch yeah. out in mm-hmm. uh, the desert of uh, what? Nevada. Nevada, mm-hmm. Nevada. Nevada. Um, he died at age 70 something, 72. 
Kinahara. Uh, no, Oliver no. Oliver Sholem. Oliver Sholem. Yeah, that's it. Now you got it. And, <laughs> I just keep uh, going until I get it right. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud when you use Yiddish in context. It's very impressive. Oy vey. Uh, <laughs> this is the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. They took the whole Cherokee Nation. Put us on this reservation. Took away our ways of life The tomahawk and the bow and knife This is Elizabeth Warren's new campaign theme song. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, she has found out that she is now one sliver, you know, small percentage. Did they release what it is? Uh, yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. Okay. But it's... I, I thought it was... Six gener- you know, four to six generations back, or right. something like that. Because I, I know I'm, the president bemused that it was. What is oh, she? One percent? One one thousand or oh, yeah, something. something? So, something. but I hadn't known if that there was, there was any truth, or is that just a number he made up? No, he pulled that right because out of his mind. People will start repeating that. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's Paul uh, Revere and the Raiders, Cherokee uh, people, baby. What year? Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe, so proud to live. is none too happy with Elizabeth Warren uh, politicizing her heritage, um, or they perceive that she is politicizing her heritage. So she's not getting, she's getting a lot of grief from both sides of this. She did it to prove to the president, basically to tell him to shut up. Look, I am, so leave me alone. He was the one attacking her on this topic. Correct. (laughs) So she went and found out that indeed she had that as, uh, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 1968. 1968 for that song. All Revere in the Rain. Right. Uh, We talked about a guy who waited overnight for a year's worth of Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm not sure there's any food stuff that I would wait overnight for. Pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pizza. Pizza for a year? Yeah, but if it was at a mom and pop shop, not if it's one of the, you know. The chains. It would would have to be specific ones. Uh, Not all pizzas. So not a frozen pizza for every... Oh, I don't know. Let me tell you that. Free DiGiorno. That that DiGiorno's is not bad, but... Tombstone. If you think about it, DiGiorno's now used to be 10 bucks a piece. Now you can get two for 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. So you're talking a $5 pizza, but 50 weeks in the year... So yeah, once a week, they cut two pies. You get two pies, you get 10 bucks, two pies. pies 10 bucks a week? Yeah, that's $500 value. Right. Would you wait overnight for that? I think not. Sure, it's one night. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one night for a year worth of free pizza. You yeah. know, give, give me my phone with a ch- backup charger and a sleeping bag. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Um, I well, entered a camping a, I, chair, maybe? I, yeah, that'd be nice. I entered a contest. I you know One of these HGTV um, contests. I don't believe you. I did. I enter them all the time. Thank you you know, if they have anything, you know, like you can win a dream house, you can win a this house or that house. Uh, you can win travel to this place or that place. And it turns out that I won something. What? So you can make fun. I won something. I didn't win a dream house. Oh. I didn't even win a Barbie house. What did you win? I won two gallons 
A Benjamin Moore paint. That's expensive paint. You are t- that's like a sixty dollar value there. Times two. Well, I I, I was guessing no, they're, about no, thirty they're, bucks no, each. They're, they're fifty more than bucks that? each. Really? Correct. Holy. Yeah, I, and I won it. They <laughs> well, said, I mean, that's great. I've used Benjamin Moore. But it's a quality paint. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I was like, I got a letter, and I thought, how did I win this? It's a hundred dollar value. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, there you go. You're, uh, I I will take that. Thank you. I won something recently. What'd you win? It's a giant inflatable donut. Stop it. I'm serious. A donut? Th- this is a, a tow raft that you tow behind a boat. Oh, that's fine. That is shaped like a giant donut. Cool. I don't have a boat. Oh. I won this a year ago, and it's still new in the box sitting in my office. And I was cleaning my office over the weekend. I'm like, what am I going to do with this thing? You need to find somebody who lives on a lake who has a boat, and they can tow them behind. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a giant Homer Simpson donut. Don't. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won that. That's Pinkman. What are you? What have you you ever win? You ever win anything? Uh, When I was a child, I made a birthday card for stuff. The magic mascot. mascot, Yeah. And won a seventy-five dollar FAO Schwartz gift certificate when they were back. When they were at Point Orlando, remember that? I do remember that times. Uh huh. How old were you? Like twenty (laughs) seven. How dare you? Oh my! Okay, the so other thing we're all winners, but there's something we need to pull our 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 luck together. What? Because yeah, the yeah, Florida yeah, Mega yeah. Millions is yeah. over six hundred oh, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six hundred sixty-seven. Six six seven. We need to do this. One off. We're still from the doing of the beast. The one percent, two percent. I think we need to. Yeah. The drawing is tomorrow night. Yes. Tonight. Wednesday. Tonight. Tonight. No, no, no. Mega, oh, Mega Millions is, is Mega. Tuesday. Powerball is Wednesday. Oh, Powerball is also yeah. up, up, up. Is it? Is it? I is think, it? I think up, up, up. I need to play both, both, both. Not both, like both. Mega Millions. No, millions, it's fine. I don't know. Because the, the sign that I passed, I thought was for Powerball. Powerball is 345 right now. Mm-hmm. That drawing is tomorrow night. Mega Millions, 667. That drawing is tonight. Buy your tickets after work. Uh, By or 10, up. right? Is that the one I by 10? Yeah. You have to buy by 10. Okay. Wait, what? Don't you have to buy them by 10 p.m. because the drawings at 11? Oh, by 10 p.m. By yeah. 10. I thought you meant buy no, 10 of them. 10 tickets. I'm pretty okay, sure you I bought get one. 10, Pinkman. No. I can't afford that. But you already deal? have one? You already bought a ticket? No. I got to go buy one after work. Do you do quick pick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't trust myself. Jason Kidd. What about him? Do you know who he is? Famous Wild Basketball West Outlaw. player. Correct, Mo. Good UF- for you. From UF. Was he? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Jason Kidd what is the him? person who is African American, and I didn't realize it. I thought he was Caucasian. Oh. We were talking earlier about Valerie Jarrett and the mistake and that the Roseanne. Roseanne made. Jason Kidd was someone I just I thought was a white guy, and someone had to no, dude, he's black. He has a, a black father and an Irish mom, so he's biracial. Yes, I lie. And but he identifies and, as a black person. And Derek Jeter as well, biracial, black father, white mother. Oh. President Obama as well. Uh, Black father, white oh, mother. Right. Right? Uh, Tiger Woods as well. Black he's, father. He's Kablasian. What, is, what does that mean? I think that's Korean what happened. Polynesian? I, I think that was, was how Tiger self-described um, based on the nationalities of his parents. And then people were getting pissed off. The African-American community was pissed off because, dude, dude. you're a black golfer. Don't screw this up for us. <laughs> you, you know. Stop, don't try and deny us. Right. You're black. Anyway, they wanted it all com- to themselves. I'm Kablasian. Blake Griffin also biracial. Who? Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. What does he play? Basketball. Hockey. 
Wait, which is it? Want to try that again? Yeah. Okay. Right. What does he play? What do they? Baseball. Basketball. Nope. All right. Well, I'll have to look we him up. We can't be sure. Uh, there is a couple based out of Tennessee, I think. They plan to visit all six Disney parks on two U.S. coasts in one day. They're starting in Orlando. Breakfast at one at uh, the... Wait a minute. Where is it? Oh, at Hollywood Studios. Breakfast at Hollywood Studios. Then they're going to go to Epcot for a bit. Then they're going to the Magic Kingdom for a bit. Then they're having lunch at Animal Kingdom. They're flying out to California. So then they've, t- they've taken four, right? They have a direct flight from Orlando to L.A. They're going to go to California Adventure. And then they're going to Disneyland before it closes at midnight. Six Disney parks in one day. I think that's pretty weird. Wow. I don't think there's oh, wow. anything I would travel oh, wow. like that. I, I know people who are baseball fans who want to go to every park. You know, every Major League Baseball park before I, they die. You know, it's I like want, a bucket list that's thing. That's one of my lottery dreams. If you win the lottery, you're going to go to every Major League Baseball park. And to see a game. To see a game. Yeah. Right, I understand. I mean, I know you're not just going to go there and look and take a picture. No, you don't know. In front of a stadium. I, I mean, might. that's weird. No, that'd be weird. Well. But well, you're so. sort of weird. All right, fine. Thank you. No problem. I don't know what I would travel for like that. This couple is going to all the Disney things in one day. I can't think of anything like, would you follow the band, you know, follow Fish or follow the Stones or the Dead or something? I mean, what would you do? Would you go all over to follow something or to, you know, put that as a bucket list thing for you? I don't think I have anything like that. I don't think I do either. Uh, You know, Jack may follow Springsteen, you know, every city he's in or. C Lane follows Dave Matthews band. You've seen him seven times. And I do. And I'll go to a Springsteen show and it'd be like, oh man, that was great. I want to see another one. But. Yeah. You know. How many have you seen? 10? Yeah, not that more? many. 14. No. But <laughs> not 10, but four, not Give that many, take. but 14. Yeah. yeah. I'll see my fourth 21 pilot show next month. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what and I And by would... next year, that'll be up to five. I don't know yeah, what I would travel yeah, yeah, for yeah. like that. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I'm so manic about or so excited about or so passionate about that I would travel all over to go to whatever. I don't There's know. Someone that used to work here that followed fish like that. That's correct. That's what made me think of it. And then I know a friend of mine follows the dead like that. She'll go to all over the place for dead concerts and stuff. Well, now it's dead and company starring John Mayer. Points. Oh, see John Mayer. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not that might follow John Mayer like you, him. I you like really? Him. Okay, I don't know well, if I like him that you can much. Look at the screen in the studio. That's Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. That's Blake playing Griffin. hockey. No, he's basketball player. He's holding a basketball. That's that's a promo it, shoot. It's the off season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, which is it? A promo shot or the off season? Doesn't matter. It's a little of both. Blake Griffin. He plays for the Clippers. It says. Yes. He's wearing a jersey of the Clippers. Well, well, that's his former team. Uh, yeah. Where does he play now? Uh, Detroit. Oh. But uh, that's the Pistons. You know. Points. Oh. More points for you. Yes. Uh huh. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Well, I could see why he's a very you know so very handsome young man, but light skinned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. African American. If, if you had just shown yeah. me his picture and said, "Is he white or black?" I probably would have said white. Right. Um, but you know, no I don't white. know. I mean, I've got curly hair. You know, I could say I'm well, well and I'm 15 percent sub-Saharan African, so I could say that I'm black person. Mm, no, probably not. No, not at 15 percent. No, not 15. A texter, real mobile seven seven zero three one says Jason Kidd is from the University of Florida, oh. and then goes on to say, and is 100 percent white. I thought you said he was mixed. 
I'm telling you, Wikipedia said his dad is an African-American. All right, well, there you go. So okay. take that, Texter. So now yeah. I and like, also, our very first... own Mikey says he's done both Universal and all four Disney parks in one day. Oof. Lost his marbles. Yeah. Thinking. He's a blog click, blog click yeah. Mikey. He, he, he does a theme park blog. Damn it, oh, Mikey. To see if you can do it. Can you start at breakfast at one and end up with the fireworks at the end of the night at another? And I guess... You, because it's not that far away, but the idea of flying from Florida to California. Oh, he says oh. someone did both U.S. Coast and Shanghai Disney in one day. What? Oof, uh, Time zones, am I right? Oh, so this Tennessee and couple. And another texter says them and their two buddies yeah. uh, did uh, all the theme parks in one day tripping on acid. <laughs> well, isn't that lovely? <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Godspeed, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to Detective Barb. They are in the final throes of Kicks for Guns for this year. Mm-hmm. This is the 20th anniversary of this fantastic program where if you have an unwanted gun, if you got if you inherited a gun or, you know, somebody left you a gun or you uh, no questions asked, you can turn it in. No questions asked. And there are probably, I don't know, a handful of of um, stations open right now where you can turn this in. Police departments are doing it and they're setting up these places. They're giving you a $50 gift card. Um, and, uh, we, it wraps up at seven. I'm sure if you're in line though, they'll, they won't turn you away. Yeah. Just like voting. Right. Oh, that's true. Well, and it's not like the line won't last for long. They move people through they certainly uh, do. so quickly because no questions asked. If you have a gun, you please keep it in the trunk, keep it safe, pop the trunk. They take it out, give you a gift card. You're on your way. It's a, it's, they really have it down They've to a streamlined science this whole thing. Yes. 20 years. Right, right, right. Um, but several locations are still open. So if you're still trying to catch it, you go to kicks4guns.com. That's but not the number four. It's the kicks, word. F-O-R the real word, guns.com. Yeah. And a huge shout out to McDonald's, Beambo Bakeries, and also Firehouse Subs because they helped feed our uh, all the officers and all the volunteers at our different locations today. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. That ticker tape noise sounds like the news, which means Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Mo Weasel. A Navy sailor has been arrested for drunkenly running in the nude around Bush Gardens in Virginia trying to break into cars. Maybe he misunderstood what they meant by Bush Gardens. Next, <laughs> a cool dad in China is being bullied for driving his son to school in a Ferrari. Apparently he's being bullied for showing off his wealth. Yeah. Take that nerd. Screw you for having more money than us. Finally, some couples in India are selling tourists' admission to their weddings. In other, unrelated news, you can go to pinkmanwedding.com to purchase your tickets to his wedding today. Headlines were brought to you by the iHeartRadio app. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google always make sure you say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place or thing 407-916-1041. You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 
is the Phillips File. My name is Moira. Jim's a little under the weather. He will be back tomorrow. But we are doing a final check-in on the 20th anniversary of Kicks for Guns with Detective Barb, who is on Line 8. If I could find Line 8, I would I would tell you where that is. Uh, let's try it's this below one. below 7. That's good. Hello, <laughs> Barb, are you there? All right, Weisenheimer. Everybody here? Everybody there? How did it go? Everybody's here. Okay, good. We're good. We're good. The numbers haven't gone up much since I talked to you last. All right. We That's forgive you. I can't, I can't get some locations to answer me, so oh. they either went home or they're very busy. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. So we're somewhere hovering around 350. We are. But I do have an answer, if you will, to where these guns go when they're destroyed. Oh, the smelting Ooh, process. Yeah, tell yay. me about smelting. So you're getting some very special information. Okay. Nice. I can't disclose the exact location, but the guns are taken to a, a state contractor who does all the destruction of cocaine and drugs, and they will destroy the guns also. Wow. That's all I can tell you. So, okay. There you do, go. Do we know that it's out of town, or is it right around here somewhere? Um, it's in the state of Florida. And do we have someone <laughs> oh. keeping an eye on this guy? You know, you're yeah. bringing what him guy? a bunch of drugs oh. and guns. Yeah, How but- do we know he's really destroying them? Let me tell you that there's a very, very specific... Um, process, policy, and procedure in place for all of that. Oh, I bet mm. there's a lot of paperwork. Destroying them up his nose. <laughs> I bet there's somebody I bet watching there's that somebody. video cameras yeah, and all I of that. I think that's right. Somebody's watching somebody oh. who's watching the store. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's uh-huh. exactly right. All right, good. All right, this year, a great success. Uh, there's a couple more minutes. Um, some of the stations are still open, a handful of them still open until 7. Uh, if people are in line at 7, just like voting, they can, they can get there, turn in the gun, and get a $50 gift card, right? Absolutely, absolutely. All yep. right, excellent. I hey, Barb, appreciate what else you doing all that. With, with Crimeline, uh, you have a zoo done it coming up, and uh, what else is going on with Crimeline? Well, we have our annual awards and recognition breakfast next week, and then if I wasn't busy enough for that, then we have the zoo done it the following week. So um, the tickets are for sale already up on the Crimeline.org website, and they will go quickly. And the best thing about getting the ticket to this event is there's only 300 sold, and there's a chance, one in 300, that you'll win a trip to San Francisco and Napa Valley for two. What? Pretty good deal. That is fun. Yeah. I, I've been there. It is super fun. Cry, they uh, set yeah. it up like a you know a detective thing, and you have to discover who killed somebody, and people are there. They're actors, and you're walking around the elephants and trying to figure out what's happening. It's and really it, fun. And it is really, since it's at the Central Florida Zoo, it's just such a neat environment yep. to kind of play this crime line game. Super fun. And yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah, crimeline.org. Tickets are available now, but this is a fun event that always sells out. And as always, you know, hats off to you and all the volunteers and the people who supported uh, this McDonald's and Bimbo and all the firehouse and everybody who helped the, vo- you know, the people that you have law enforcement out there at all the different stations all across central Florida. Thanks again for doing it. And thanks it. to you, Barb. Thank you guys. All thanks right. For all, the help. all right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Nice lady. Uh, yeah. Agreed. And she scares, I think, Pinkman. I think yeah. she scares him. No, I think we're friends now. Oh, uh, I thought she, you were scared of her. She asked if I had bourbon, and I said, no, Jack scares me, and he won't let me drink here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to play person, place, or thing. Are we going to do that soon? Uh, are we going to yeah, do that now? Probably not. Uh, no, let's what? do it now, but look, quick correction. Uh, texting service, they're not always right. Jason Kidd went to a college in, in, Calif- in California. He did California. not go to UF. Well, how do we know that that guy's right? Well, that's Wikipedia. They're not wrong. Oh. College, it says California, 92 to 94. Okay. Yeah, texting guy. All right, thank you, texting that. guy. Time for person, place, or thing. We have some contestants on the line. 
And uh, we will give away what, Pinkman? A fabulous prize? Oh, oh good. Tell him, Pinkman. Tell him, tell him, tell him. It's a pair of tickets to Universal <laughs> Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, blah. Universal Orlando's <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights yes. features 10 terrifying houses, five sinister scare zones, and outrageous entertainment. You can go to HalloweenHorrorNights.com for all the gory details. Ooh. Oh, okay, Pat. You are first. You get to choose person, place, or thing. My lucky day. Let's go place. <laughs> oh, see, now you're being sour. Don't be sour. All right, we want to go to a place, and we'll thank Brad for providing us this category. Here is your Thanks, clue. Brad. The earliest known reference to this foreign place... Appeared in a medieval Latin document. Mm, okay. What's your clue? Um, let's go Sardinia. Sardinia, you say? Good one. Uh, yeah, that's your final answer. If I could find, oh, there it is. That's your. That's your final answer. Oh, he hung up. Oh, damn. Oh. Well, he knew that was wrong then, but very good, because that's not right. Uh, silly because will... you couldn't mask your disappointment? Oh, that's your final answer? Sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> silly Willie, it's your turn. Ready for your second clue? Yes. In German, it's Siebenbergen, referring to its name beyond the forest. Siebenbergen oh, beyond the Siebenbergen. forest. It's Siebenbergen. Mm-hmm. Siebenbergen? Siebenbergen. Referring to its nickname, Beyond the Forest. Any oh, ideas? He's asking you to repeat so he can look it up. No, not doing it. Uh, beyond the forest. Beyond the Any ideas? Guess, guess beyond or not. Beyond the Thunderdome. Guess or not. It's Transylvania, I don't know. Oh, good one, good one. That's yeah, your yeah, final yeah. answer? Good one. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's correct. Mm. Congratulations. Holy Homeboy <laughs> looked it up. He did. He looked it up. Your computer's faster <laughs> than mine. Nice work. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Nice here's try, some, bro. Here's some other... No, uh, give him some other questions. Here's some other... The clues. The rest of the clues okay. are... <laughs> I know, Jack. It was like, when he said it, I'm like, oh, we should have cut him off sooner. Scary thought from 1947 to 1989. This region was under a communist regime. Its transformative culture was influenced <laughs> by Hungary, Germany, and, of course, Romania. And finally, the final giveaway clue. It's often associated with the Rocky Horror Picture Show and Dracula. Blah. Blah. And Lube. No, he's not from Transylvania. He's from Macedonia. Might as well be. No, no. Mm-hmm. 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 He doesn't sound like Dracula. Does, I mean... Well, he does. Well, maybe he does. All right, yes, he answered Transylvania. So uh, congratulations to Silly Willie. He wins those tickets. Um, makes me a little <laughs> crazy because I'm pretty sure he was looking it up. So what if he was? He, you I know? guess he's got a faster yeah, computer so than what I if, So what if he was? Uh, <laughs> so what if the guy gets on the computer and says, I got to go, look it up, huh? What's man. the big deal? I guess people are very well, he's clever. A winner. He's a winner. <laughs> he's a winner. Give that man his prize. Mm-hmm. Tell okay. your mother I said hello. Put it this way. <laughs> if you didn't win Halloween Horror Nights tickets, go to the Daily 5, realradio.fm slash the Daily 5. Yes. That's your chance to uh, uh, to win tickets. If your name's not on the list, see how you can enter. I got it. Oh, oh, Have I you ever know. been? Yes. Halloween Horror Nights? Yes. It's been a couple years. I know, I know Universal owns Halloween. There is no question in my mind. They own Halloween. This Halloween Horror Nights is fantastic. Uh-huh. But I, my children have been, but I am this a year? big scare. No, I've been a big scaredy cat. You are a baby. 
when they went in high school and I would drive them there and I would arrange to pick them up in the cell lot and whatever and they would be ra- I was scared out of my wits just looking at the people going in there and then I hear that they jump out at you and I was like oh no 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 I would have a nightmare for days but everybody that goes is like gigantic fans of this thing and I'm like okay I know this is the it's the coolest thing and Universal owns it so congrats to them for that mm. Yeah, I don't know how many years they've been doing it, but this is something that's been... It's a, been over 20 years. You think over 20? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, don't let me do the math, but that puts us at what, 98? Early 90s, Mo. <laughs> okay. Actually, All right, yeah. fine, 25. Actually, I think so, because I think that it was... Yeah, my second... Yeah, Pinkman, it might be your age. I think it might be 25. 46. No, you're not 46. Hopefully, Jim will be back tomorrow. This is giving me Ajita sitting here and uh yeah he is feeling a little under the weather so thank you all for your participation and thanks to jack and pinky for you know you got all it. of it hanging tough and we were yeah the phillips file uh you know hanging in there and we will be uh back with you tomorrow tom and dan are next right uh tom and dan are next when we will be here after the monsters and of course the news junkie tomorrow right here on real radio 104.1 have a great night bye bye and take care Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.